welcome back everyone. So... Ooh. Uh, Javid, can you go ahead and give us a recap from last session? Sure. Let's see. Look at my notes, and it's like I already uh, started off the session having finished uh, uh, repairs to the boat, which we have dubbed Chainbreaker or Chainbreakers, one or the other. Um, and then uh, set out on the the uh, river downstream toward uh, Torvir Deep. Um, the um, when we got to uh, or toward the uh, Kenny Tor, which is the closest. Uh, community on the river to Torvir Deep. Torvir Deep, I think, is not on the river. Is that right? Correct. Right. Uh, so uh, we got as far as um, Jerris Bridge and um, managed not to get ourselves um, killed or crushed by running into the, the bridge. Uh, uh, the massive... Jarris Bridge was uh, closed, and we saw uh, lots of uh, troop movement heading across um, the uh, columns uh, with uh, siege engines and carts and so forth. And it took hours for them to to get across. Massive troop uh, mobilization. We finally got through and found that the main dock was chained off that we could not get into dock there and so we went a bit further on found a secondary port uh where uh we would be be able to put in um talked to uh ferrick the dock master there about uh what was going on and what we would need to uh to do to, to uh, put in and stay there. Um, the um, we talked about how the the um, the bridge going back across the river toward Toravir Deep uh, was closed off to civilian traffic, uh, and that we would need to look for alternative. That there would be like uh, the only other uh, regular crossing would be a hundred miles further downstream uh, or maybe there'd be some kind of a surreptitious way to get across uh, or if uh, I believe Onyx could... learned that there might be some official way to appeal but it would take at least five days right we get get some kind of a, a um, official regulation pass but we got to go through um, 
channels to get that. And um, so we um, decided to uh, go to Deep Work Tavern, which is close to the bridge to sort of um, uh, rest and, and relax. Our, our first taste of civilization uh, since the start of, of uh, our adventure. And um, found out that the, the city was teeming with throngs of, of refugees. Uh, heartbreaking scenes of, of uh, starving children and uh, piteous cries for assistance. Um, Onox, uh, with the uh, great heart that he has, uh, chatted up at one of the uh, refugees, gave him a long sword, and um, got, got a little more information about what they're going through, what, what the experience is. Uh, we did get to the uh, Fortune Hunters Guild Hall in Canitor, found it boarded up, but a Goliath at the uh, Guild Guild Hall Master, what do you call him? Um, uh, um, wouldn't it be Accountant? Um, like an Accountant. Uh, they call them Fortune Masters. Fortune. The Fortune Master, yes. Um, Whose name I probably? Oh yes, it was um, Taldok Thunderspeak, who somebody uh, thought sounded like Kardex Underpants, but we're not going to call him that. Um, we get our gold for the the. Um, the work done uh, got got a um, uh, they pay you good review. Gems. What's that? They pay you in gems, not gold. In gems, I'm sorry. We, the, that value in in gems, um, which are far lighter and easier to conceal than uh, however many tons the the gold would have been. Uh, Let's see. Oh, um, Taldak himself has a pass to get across Torvir Deep and uh, tells us that we're going to need something like that ourselves if we want to get across the river uh, using the, the bridge. Um, at a... Oh, uh, Snow Onox and, and Keth had headed to the... Uh, tavern, which is situated on a uh, five points market plaza, again, filled with uh, refugees and um, uh, they um, talked to guards at a, a, a guard station there and arranged to uh, sell off our spare uh, arms and armor uh, get that off off our hands, the uh, uh, they find that um, find that the the tavern spend time there. Um, 
and uh, a, a good time is had by had by all. Some of us get getting riproarious drunk, and uh, on our way back to the ship, jumped in an alley by assailants uh, who want this want to uh, separate these um, drunkards from their. Uh, ill-gotten gains and, and uh, we managed to squash that uh, on their part. I think that wraps us up. It just occurred to me that they were likely refugees and we just, uh, you know, slaughtered them. <laughs> I don't know. I think they were local ruffians that wanted to take advantage of out-of-towners. No, I definitely think they were refugees and we're just trying to take advantage, which is why the few that ran away I kind of let them ran, run away, but Onyx, Onyx went straight crazy on um, the leader. Yeah, that that was yeah. He's fine. He's just gonna do good works from now on. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then our uh-huh. our lovely necromancer friend mincemeated some for funsies. I mean, they were already dead at the time, so. I guess you gotta so, practice sometimes. Mince meeting is is okay if they're already dead. I mean, yeah, they're dead. They're dead. Like, what else is gonna? They're not making use of their meat after that. Not really. No. All right. Your party leaving the scene of your attack uh, with Keth and Snow, having caught back up to the rest of the group. Making your way back towards the docks where you parked uh, Chainbreaker. You round a corner, not too far away, maybe just a couple moments afterward, and standing backlit by torches from the uh, main street just beyond, you see a tall, muscular, imposing figure, two horns on the side of his head, huge, glistening muscles, and an echoing voice. Well, 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 I didn't expect to see you here. And we certainly weren't expecting to uh, see you. How did you get back so quickly? Hey, wait, not... he, he just said it was a minotaur. He didn't say it was our minotaur. There's lots of minotaurs, like not all minotaurs look alike. Do I recognize him? Yep. Which minotaur is it? He kind of... Is it? Is, he he recognizes us, so... He could recognize Onyx. Onyx has some history with the minotaur. He did say you. He didn't say you guys. Yeah. I... Yellens. He kind of strides forward out of the light of the street beyond. And as he comes into view, the rest of you recognize, do not recognize him, I should say. This is a minotaur with which you are unfamiliar. Uh, mm. But Onox, you recognize the kind of familiar brown fur, you know, simple uh, leather shorts, couple of like straps running across his, his like light gambeson on his. This is Proto. I'm just gonna walk up and hit him. He kind of kind of flinches a little bit at your strike. He's taller than you by a little bit. What was uh, that for? 
I'm gonna look at him with a serious face and then just smile and be like, you know, I was coming back here to actually talk to you. I had some thanks to give you. I heard some uh, roughhousing a couple blocks that way, and uh, well, lo and behold, who should I see is responsible for it than you? Yeah, well, mm -hmm. we let one of them go, so you know it ain't too bad. Or, or two. Uh, Onox, you want to introduce us to your friend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Protos, uh, this is everybody. For a, not a friend? Protos, this is everybody. Everybody, this is Protos. Uh, he's the guy who basically took me in and kept me from dying when I was first cast out of my tribe. Well, I saw someone who needed help, and I was able to give it. <laughs> help. Took most of everything that I earned from it. Some of it uh, had to help myself. Yeah, I hear you. But luckily, what the skills you taught me got me in with these guys, and we've been actually making some actual cash now. That is good to hear. I should tell you, I'm uh, very glad to see a familiar face. Uh, do you uh, remember? Uh, one of my other friends named Van Rees. Uh, the elf, about yay tall, black hair. Uh, sounds vaguely familiar, but the whole time in Torvir Deep was kind of a blur. I'm actually surprised to see you out here instead of in there. Well, when the uh, war began picking up, a uh, few of us decided that uh, it might be more profitable and entertaining to participate in a meaningful way. Uh, we spent a little bit of time engaging enemy soldiers where we thought it uh, prudent. But uh, Van Rees and I have been uh, assisting for coin, of course, some of the evacuations of the uh, smaller villages. I'm supposed to have met him, I was supposed to have met him yesterday, uh, but I cannot seem to find him. Where was he coming from? We, uh, we were a few villages to the north, uh, sending people south this way, uh, for coin, of course. Uh, he went ahead with uh, some of the more able villagers, and I kind of fell behind. And uh, when I arrived, he was nowhere to be found. Oh. Well, do you need help looking for him? I think currently we're unengaged. How long have you been, uh, been in town? Oh, six six hours. hours. <laughs> well, uh, the rest of you wouldn't happen to have seen uh, kind of an older, black-haired elf, dour, you know, typical elf face. Does that look there, familiar in any of the there, people there that we've faces. seen in the six hours? Uh, you guys have not seen anyone like this. I imagine at this point, Demetari and Briar are still, like, singing and, like, just completely unaware of the situation. Yeah, the two of them in the back just probably doing their own thing. I was hoping to meet up with Van Rees. There's uh, the village of Karenbor, about three hours northeast of here. It's, uh, well... The uh, the enemy, as we will refer to them, are 
on its doorstep, and I was hoping to see if I could get a few more people out. Um, I'll just kind of smile and say, you, you know I'm always up for a fight. Good. It is, uh, it is late. Kind of looks up at the stars above. Where are you staying? Uh, we got a boat down at the dock, so you need a place to crash? Mm. I might be interested, I suppose. It would be, uh, simple. And, uh, how long have you been in town? I arrived yesterday morning. And I you, spent you the, haven't, uh, uh, Yeah, go ahead. I spent the day attempting to locate Van Ries, but, uh, to no such luck. Um, your mercenary, um, outfit, do you, are you working with a, a larger organization, or is it just you? Me and, you and some of man? my friends. Most of them on will know. So you, you don't have a, a um, uh, guild? guild that you could uh, turn to? Not really. I'm just trying to figure out where uh, your friend Van Rees would likely have... Uh, Settled when he when he came to town. If there were a known uh, uh, watering hole or was, what have you, that there was uh, one of the inn was where we were supposed to meet. He apparently did check in, uh, but he never returned to uh, stay in his room. The refugees oh. have become hostile. You may have been taken by one. Was uh, Van Rees by himself in dangerous times and places? He was uh, by himself. So, yes, uh, I, I think you may be right, Azrael. Uh, I hope nothing ill has befallen him. Can I go back and try to find the leader, the one that ran away? I want to see if he's seen Van Rees. <laughs> uh... You could try, but it's... You guys, I think, made him run away, and it's been a little bit. I don't think he stuck around for very long. What about the other ones that ran away? Did they, didn't they they go in the other direction? They all kind of scattered. You could try to look for them, if you'd like. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll see if I can kind of kind of quickly, okay. you know, see if I can locate where they might have ran off to. Go ahead, and uh, this is going to be a survival check. It will be at disadvantage. All right, can I guide myself? Yeah. Crap, I need to reset my settings, but... So 15. All right. You kind of departing from the rest of the group. Um, weave your way back through the alleys, kind of 
quickly poking your head down each way, looking to find people. You kind of scurry up the side of a building and like look down and leap from like rooftop to rooftop, uh, locating one of them. You eventually recognizing one. You see a fellow who has like almost like stopped to like catch a breather. He's like at the corner of a little alley, like off one of the main thoroughfares, uh, just like relaxing. Scurry down the side of the wall towards him. Oh, no, no. I want to jump from, like, if I'm on the rooftop, I want to, like, jump and kind of, like, land, like, you know, like Batman, like, right behind him. Okay. Go ahead and, and uh, on him. Go ahead and give me a <laughs> acrobatics check. You're going to try to do, pull a uh, Javita, like, on the uh, the night assassin? I, I was thinking more, more Batman. Definitely oh, Batman. Batman. Okay. You just like oh, okay. land behind him. He kind of hears like a like a very faint noise. You know, he turns. He's like, "Oh God, I swear I haven't robbed anyone else. I'm so sorry." <laughs> anyone else? <laughs> An older elf, dark dark hair, uh, by the name of what, what was it, Reeve? Uh, Van Rees. Van Rees. You seen him? Uh, we, uh, we haven't. No, that's not anyone we've robbed. There was, uh, there was like some drunk guys who came out of a pub earlier. Uh, that was it. You know. We you know of any refugees who are taking, you know, elf-like people? Okay. Um, give me a intimidation check, and I'll give you advantage. Um, look, I, I haven't heard about anybody taking any refugees, but, um, all I've heard is there might be a way to the other side of the river or through the sewers. That's what I've heard. Stay out of trouble, and then, like, disappears into the night. He just kind of, like, leaps out into, like, the main thoroughfare, a few of the refugees who kind of, like kind of look up at him from their little, like, squalid spots, and he just kind of leaps over one and, like, <laughs> down the down the road. Alright, so the rest of you. Protoss kind of... If you would like... Uh, we need not wait here. Uh, I wouldn't mind following you back to your vessel. Mind carrying one of these barrels, too? I slap the top of, uh... A cask. One of the casks we've dragged back. He just, like, palms it and, like, lifts it off your shoulders. I'm trying to remember... I can't remember the name of that... Um, other Minotaur. Oh, or, uh... The Slaver? The, the Devil one? Yeah, I don't remember the name. I, have, I don't have his name in my notes. Mm-hmm. Arkabos, worth remembering. Arkabos, yeah, He's I'm gonna Arcabos. look. I'm gonna talk to Protoss. And, uh, have you have you known anybody named Arkabos, uh, one of your kin? May not have been a kin exactly. I mean, we think he was and not they, entirely they of this plane. It's pretty much kin, right? I'm afraid uh, such a name does not uh, ring any bells. For me. 
Apparently he was running slaves up and down the river. And and let's let's be uh, clear about this: doing really nasty things, uh, infernal, even. I'm not quite sure what that means, but no, I'm afraid uh, it doesn't ring any bells for me. Yeah, that's a, a story for when we get back to the boat and can uh, loosen our belts and uh, em- empty one of Snow's casks. Can't wait to hear it. All right, so you guys heading back to the vessel? Yes. Yeah, I mean it's it's late. Uh, some of us are three sheets to the wind. Loudly to Dimitri, who's he talking about? You know, honestly, I have no idea right now. I feel like I've just, I'm a little spacey for some reason. Uh, you, you're best to be asking someone else. All right. And the, uh, on the, the way through the streets, having uh, been assailed once, I'm on uh, higher alert uh, and trying to do a, a bit of a swagger so we look like a uh, dangerous game and don't uh, encourage anyone else to think that maybe these drunkards can be relieved of their spare change. Okay, go ahead and give me a performance check. It's a because kind of, you're poisoned. I'm just kind of rambling to Protos about all the fights and stuff that we've gotten into. Like talking about the trip down the mines and like holy shit, talking about the uh the the cut the scar in my muzzle. Like you remember that ogre that gave me this one? Well, I put down like five or six of them now. There's no one uh, not gonna be getting any more marks like that. Just like basically like twelve year old kid talking to an adult about their day. <laughs> He's like he like pats you on your head. He's like excellent work. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, Javid, you. You know, you, you act like you're not drunk, definitely, and, and you, you look intimidating with, you know, mm-hmm. you, Protos, Onox, and uh, Snow, at least. Your party throws off some intimidating vibes. The uh, the fairy and the the small human doing the singing and dancing in the back, they do not, but... <laughs> okay, so I'm still drunk and we were in the tavern. We, it was right after, so so right after um, we got attacked, we ran the corner and ran into Onyx's old Minotaur friend. However, you had no idea what was going on because you and Briar were too busy singing and dancing and completely unaware of what was happening. That sounds about right. Okay. All right. You all arrive back at the Chainbreaker. As you do, you can see that there's a few guards kind of patrolling the docks here. Not very many, but a few. Uh, Not long behind you, as you're all kind of coming along aboard, you see Asriel making her way down the steps onto the piers. Snow, you want to undo your trap? We don't want to catch the boat on fire by accidentally opening up the wrong hatch. 
Can we keep so my he roll had from already last time? rolled for this. Can we keep the yeah. roll that he rolled? Because, uh, yeah, he, he technically already did roll. Uh, yeah. For opening the hat? Yeah, for undoing for... his trap at the end of last session. Yeah. No, that makes sense. But yeah, 21. <laughs> I'll allow it. It's fine. I just don't want the boat to blow up. Sorry, I only I'm, I'm resistant to trap damage, so I I would have been fine. Yeah. No. Okay. No, that, you. That was that was the boat on fire. Yeah. You undo the trap that you have laid for any unsuspecting visitor, or just drunk suspecting ones. Mm -hmm. Sure. And um, do we see any sign that that anyone's come aboard without our permission? Looks fine to you. Great. As Seven. far as you can tell, it is unmolested. Leaning back to Briar. Wait, so so why are we back here? I have to sleep. Tired. All right. I called dibs in the cabin where the dead guy was. Oh, uh, you can have it. It's fine. I don't want to fight you for it. You're such a good friend. You're welcome. Yeah, the spooky cursed cabin is is all yours. And uh, the rest of us have got um, space below where we've been. So technically, Azrael burned all the hammocks when she was trying to break into the cabin. She burned a few of the hammocks. There are enough for your party, um, but there's no longer like the 20 of them that, that were there. There's probably like 10 now. They don't like smell bad or anything, do they? Uh, not that bad. I mean, they, they're very clearly used, but no, I mean, they don't smell gross. Dibs on the least used. Right. Has anybody got uh, cleaning power, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, Take all so the... we've been, like, on the boat for, what, a couple of days before we arrived here, right? So when we have already, like, kind of, like, cleaned yeah, up yeah. the area I, I, I and think, like you know yeah. air, air out the, the the stink and yeah scrub the decks and the yeah I would say at this that. point you know you guys have had enough days to to kind of do a hard reset of the vessel to uh, so now it's your stink not somebody else's It's not slaver stink anymore. Right, so uh, definitely have uh, cleaned out all the grossness from the bilge. 
Uh, Protos, what time are you thinking about heading out? I was hoping at dawn. I, uh, I'm gonna first make a stop at a, a bathhouse to kind of clean myself up a little bit, uh, but then after that, uh, I'll be heading back to Porton's pub to kind of start from square one. You're welcome to join me if you like. Would your friend have tried to gone into the city? Probably not without me. Not without good reason. He, uh, he and I had an understanding that we were going to head back out at least one last time. So he's not likely to have tried crossing the river. Indeed. Is that what I... Yes, okay. I know with all the refugees and everything, things are scarce, but what are supplies on this side looking like? From what I understood, they have uh, they've brought small quantities of food, uh, just bare rations across to feed some of the refugees, but it is getting quite scarce. There is a, uh, a very distressed, anxious energy in the air. Is anybody doing selling tools or anything like that? I'm sure if you checked with someone, they might be parting with wares. There are a few, a few traders available still on this side of the river who didn't make it across before they closed it. Right, I'm probably looking to get uh, uh, inflated prices for their goods. Oh, indeed. Many things are very expensive on this side of the river. Yeah, Alnix, uh, were you just curious uh, in general, or did you have something in mind? Uh, there's a couple of things that I'm looking to get. Yes. Need uh, I need some basic jeweler's tools, and I was going to try to see if we could scrape up some things for the potions and everything that I can craft, and hopefully spend some time doing that. Okay. Uh, Pros, you've been here um, a day longer than, than we. Do you think those sorts of things are, are to be found on this side of the river, or do we need to go to the city to find jewelers, tools, and potion ingredients? Mm, you could certainly try, but it would be difficult. Have, have you, you know those passes into the city, have you been able to get one? I do not have one. My, I, I have not yet considered how I will get across to the other side. Have you applied to get one? I have not. I'm, uh, I'm sure that there is one way or another. In times like these, uh, folks tend to figure out how to fit for themselves. Yes, and there, there will be enterprising sorts who, uh, are looking to take advantage of, of people's uh, heightened uh, interest and need. Indeed. Speaking of which, would you like to buy packages across on our ship? How would your ship get across to the other side? Well, it's a ship. It crosses it's rivers. Boat. It goes across water. 
I think I would like to stay this close to Torbjörn Deep. Heading any further east uh, could be quite ruinous. Now, the Wyvern Riders from Austrinium have become very hazardous. Um, between here and, and um, Torbjörn Deep, you think would be a risk? to sail your vessel east yeah. in an attempt to find somewhere where you could anchor and then cross over out of reach of the, the guard. I think it would be dangerous. Oh. So there, it's not just that they don't want people using the bridge because it's being used by the military, but they don't want people crossing at all? I wasn't. No, I mean... If you head any further east, then you're going to run into the the army of Austrinium. They have wyvern riders who are quite aggressive these days. Oh yeah, I think we were just trying talking about uh, ferrying across the river. Hmm. Yes, I don't know that they're going to let you do that. The guards may hmm. have some problems. I don't understand Also, why. the water is not deep enough to anchor. All right, well, we've got a rowboat. We can anchor at draft depth and row in just like they did at, at the uh, little cove where we got this vessel. They anchored offshore, used a rowboat to get in. I, I imagine the Tovar Deep guards will have a problem. You guys, you guys, I'd... we're overthinking this. What yeah. if, what if we just forged the paperwork? Like I'm pulling out my parchment paper. Like, <laughs> you know, you know that I've been learning some things. I could probably do it. I remember what it looks like. Uh, you know, there's one, two, three, five. I'm like double counting. There's like 10 of us. So, I mean, I think I got enough parchment paper here to... Yeah, I think I could do it. I think I could well, do if it. Well, it, if it's uh, yeah. worded right, we don't even need ten. Just one one piece that says, let this uh, group of people you, uh, yeah, have to You should probably make the one ten times to make sure it's the best quality. Oh, remember that doc guy? You told me about that guy. We're supposed to go meet him at midnight, remember? Maybe remember? Oh. Yeah, but... What time is it? It's like with papers. It's probably pretty close to midnight. I I I fear we are not in a condition to deal with coyotes. Um I would be okay with you forging after you wake up. You're um not in your right mind right now. Um but that's not a bad idea. I Uh, perhaps one of, of these will, will prove fruitful. Uh, 
then Atari can make papers and we can find papers from a coyote and uh, also apply for official papers and, and apply for actual real official ones uh, but I, I do not think we can just take our rowboat and go into the city well it's across the river and then a, what is that a day's travel to the to tour of your deep something like that yes the, but I highly doubt that they would let us in Never know unless you try. What? what? What have we heard that that it says they're they've closed off Toravir Deep? All we know so far is is that they've closed the bridge. Well, the so they've said they closed the bridge, but they were talking about getting into the city. What was his name? The the fortune master was saying the only way to get into the city was with the little paper he had. I thought that was a, to cross the bridge. I thought it was to get into the city. It's the only legal way into the city right now. Oh, into the city. Okay, I missed that. All right. Well, uh, you, you should be able to get in, Azrael, since you're a uh, documented resident, and you should be able to get the rest of us in because we're uh, with you. Your baggage men. That's right. Baggage men. I do not live in a part of the city that would have baggage men. Uh, You've been to my apartment. Javine. Yeah, yeah, but that's doesn't mean that you you've you've been out doing business and now you're coming back with baggage. That's the way Honest, traders do it. Deep as well. No, I just passed through and met up with uh, Protos here who looked after me until I left. Shortly after I left Torvir Deep is when I met Javid. And, uh... And I really think I ought to be able to, uh... find a, a uh, contact from our guild and, uh, get entry that way. I don't think it's going to be as hard as you think to get in the city. Well, is our goal to get into the city? Right, so obviously we need supplies. I, I would like, um, you know, a, a better cloak and, you know, some, you know, nicer clothing, um, which I know can be procured in the city. However, is that truly our goal? Um, you know, Onyx's friend here, and I kind of kind of put my hand to, um, I can't remember his name, but the Minotaur, um, and is like, wants to, you know, head north to evacuate which is paying gold. Um, he also has a missing friend. Do those take priority? Well, I don't know what you guys are doing, but I am going to help Protos out. He helped me a lot when I was here, so I feel I owe him a debt. I appreciate that. Yep. Protos, no. there we go. Got it. Protos. We could apply for passage into the city, then mm -hmm. go and help Rodos and then come back and by that point bureaucracy should have worked maybe. If not, then we can forge some documents. And um, Demeter, you, you say you've seen the, um, the passes uh, to be able to to forge them, or or would it be better if we try to get a hold of some, well, I mean, something official looking? 
that 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 dwarf um totally had one and i got a real good look at it that wasn't a dwarf a gnome that's right sorry sorry um <laughs> but much taller <laughs> wait was he he was a gnome right uh, no. you were shown oh, crap. by the very very large um The boat guy! The nope. boat guy! No. Nope. Oh, nope. I'm getting confused then. He was a dwarf, right? The boat guy was a dwarf. However, uh, okay, the person who I had was... the pass was the Goliath. Okay. Yes. Got it. I thought that the dwarf had the pass. Okay, no, the yeah, yeah. Dwarf that specifically did not big have guy. That big guy had one. That's what I meant to say. Wow, what a day. It has been a day. Our plans will probably come together better when we're not all uh, still feeling the effects of a night out. I didn't even begin feeling it. Are you guys okay? Oh, I'm great. This is wonderful. Yeah, you're 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 several behind. I think. Snow, help him out here. I've got a uh, like a tankard up to my lips already. I cracked one of them and like, hmm. <laughs> Help, help, uh, poor old Onyx out. He's, uh, he's behind. And, uh, you know, I'll offer some to, um, Protoss and his men. How many people does he got with him? None. Are you trying to say Protoss is fat? Yeah, I thought he said he had some men. Jabid's just seeing double. I mean, he's, you know, he's not, like, cut or anything. He's got kind of, a, like, a strong man bod to him, like a little bit of a gut. But, you know, underneath it that there is a lot of muscle. Yeah, that power belly. Yeah, he's got the power belly. You know that he could fucking, he could definitely lift a fucking, like, a bus, probably. Yeah, I'm not saying that uh, he's not uh, a one-man army himself, but I, I thought that... Uh, when you said he had it, had some men that they were with him. No. Oh. How big? How big is this guy compared to Snow? Big. Hold on. How big is Snow? Big. But uh, I thought Onyx was the the bulkier of us. I'm the most shredded. I thought Snow was tall though. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got oh, that, that tall, tall yeah, lean tabaxi. He's uh, lighter. Uh, live and able to sneak. Uh, he is probably about seven feet tall. Maybe a little higher. I'm going to look up at him um, and then in <laughs> his mind say, listen, I'll give you a muffin if you pick snow up. And like, carry you know, like holding like that the cat, like the the with 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 one arm. Just just do it. I got I got, I got this muffin in my backpack. It's really good. Make a persuasion check. I overhear this. Now she said it telepathically. Uh -oh. You said at disadvantage. She said yeah. she sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> 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 Fucking Briar comes over to pick me up. <laughs> Uh, 
you, you kind of see Prados who looks around and he's, don't think I'm going to do that, but I appreciate the offer of the muffin. <laughs> Alright. He kind of yawns and stretches, and it is late, and I wish to get up early. Uh, is there anything else you would like to discuss before I retire? No, thank you, Protos. Uh, would find, you... find yourself a, an empty bunk below, and uh, you have a good night. Would you like us to look for your friend before we head off? Um, if you would like to assist me in that, you are more than welcome to. But I will, I'm sure, be fine on my own. Then he kind of groans and stands up, moves over to one of the little hammocks and stretches out in it. It doesn't take very long before you can hear him snoring very loudly. With uh, things as unsettled as they are, uh, I'm concerned that someone might try to uh, board the boat and riffle through our things. Um, let's uh, let's set my tanker down. You want me to set another trap? And watches. Uh, I, I think we're okay there. We just have have uh, some watches. We spend. We'll. Uh, uh we'll we'll be all right probably not enough of a threat i would say at uh, present for the to require traps but uh, if somebody could uh wake me up for third watch i'll uh, i'll be the better for it no all right with with watch standing. I'll take first watch. All right. The hatch does lock from below, just so you guys know. All right. The refugees might not know that. It has like a like a you know like a deadbolt mechanism probably. Hmm. All right, so having reassured that uh, Snow is on the job, drunk as he is, I'll head below, get into my own rack or hammock or whatever it is. So you were all taking a long rest. I don't remember if we did one at the end of the last session, but you guys can go ahead and take one now just to reset everything. And... The night passes without incident. Your watches are satisfactory. The only notable noise is Proto snoring. The sun dawns and he kind of wakes up and 
stretches and grumbles. All right, I think I'm going to uh, grab something to eat, maybe some bread from one of the stalls, and then I will uh, head to a bathhouse. Would anyone well, care to join me? Before you head out, we actually have a fantastic cook. She's probably going to whip something up for breakfast if you want to save your save your change. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. You. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. Much appreciated. Uh, why does my head ache? <laughs> hey, Andrew, some water. Yeah, well, I'm all like burping up nasty shit. I'm gonna go uh, make the greasiest nasty thing I can I can manage and give it to all of us so we can get out of this. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for Briar to walk off because I don't want to piss her off. But like seeing Dimitari just like headache, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna smile at Protos and then clap my hands and class thunderclap, which doesn't do any damage, but it's a very loud noise that can be heard 300 feet away, and I'm doing it inside. It it echoes very loudly through the internals of the ship. Even Protos, who was not hung over. What was, what was that for? I scream in pain and immediately throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of point. I'm like, it was for that. <laughs> and then, like, shamefully prestidigitating my throw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Go, I'm. I'm just. I'm gonna go where where Briar is. I. I think I need. Food? Food sounds good. So, uh, Onlux, now that you've, uh, gotten things started in, uh, one way, is, do you think you could whip up something for, uh, our headaches? Uh, I could take a look. I'm gonna see if I can sift through my herbs to see if anything I can, like, do a mild pain reliever. Uh, go ahead and make a... Go ahead and make a medicine check. Nope. Yeah, you, you're not really sure what would be best for that, uh... I'm going to do pine needles and dandelion, and I'm just going to make a tea out of it. Right. He provides you a very piney tea, probably just about the same time that Briar is uh, completed ripping, whipping up whatever was the, the greasy thing she was talking about. Yeah, I'm going to come back out with rolls uh, with uh, sausages and onions. Drop one in front of him and glare at him, because I definitely heard the thundercut. Oh, I still have that Minotaur skull, like the horns poking out of my backpack. I don't. That's still just a thing that I have. Is, uh, is that from the other Minotaur you mentioned? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, he went down pretty hard, and I took it in both as a trophy from the kill and as in uh, remembrance of the lessons I was taught. Interesting. 
Doesn't bother you, does it? Not really. From what uh, you explained to me, I'm not quite certain that was a Minotaur. I think, I, I think we pretty much established that it wasn't, that it was some kind of a abyssal thing. I don't know, it looked like you, but he did just kind of like crumble into like ash when he killed him. So I don't know what that was about. I have yeah. seen at least one Minotaur perish, and never have I seen them crumble into ash, so that would be a first. Oh, that's not right. a normal thing for you guys? Not really. Oh, Plus I... there was the the, uh, the torture and the sulfur and the uh, infernal uh, sigils and what have you. Indeed, you oh. had. Not... Speaking of which, do you speak infernal? Well, I do not. Do any of your friends? Probably not. Not a typical language you'll come across around here. Oh, oh, I tried to give this to someone else, but I got you a new nose ring if you want it. Uh, was that in his nose? <laughs> Ooh, I can clean it, no problem. No problem. I mean, yes, but it's been washed off. Like, there's no boogers on it anymore. Probably okay. You know, I don't, I don't have one of those, and I think I'm all set. I know, but, like, wouldn't you want one? They look no, pretty cool. They don't. Yeah. I, would, I would think minotaurs would be averse to having a, like, a septum ring, a sort of a, uh, uh, when I'm fighting slave well, token or something, I right? I don't need more places where people to grab my head. You know, I've already got convenient handles up here. He's got like long horn type horns, you know, like he has to kind of like turn his head to like fit through doors and shit. <laughs> well, I guess that's fair. Have you ever thought about cutting him off? Yeah, but then I would feel bad. So, you know, I just don't go anywhere I yeah. can't fit. This is about as cramped as I'll accept. Well, that's fair. And, you know, after a while, you learn not to try to go through doorways without turning your head. Yeah, I hear you. I'm surprised you don't have whiskers, you know, to gauge how far you can fit in something with your I mean, horns. You know, these, these definitely gauge for me. You know, they'll tell you if you fit or not. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, uh, as we're eating, I'm just gonna say, well, all right, so bathhouse first, and then where are we starting? I uh, was, I was going to start at Porton's Pub. That is where I was supposed to meet Henry. All right. What the hell is a bathhouse? Mm, a place you certainly could uh, use a visit. <laughs> no, no, no. That's oh snap. That's gonna open a whole can of worms. Don't go there. <clears throat> Don't listen to him, Briar. You smell. Well, you you make you remind me of my work. It's very very soothing. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I see. She washes from elbows down, and that's good enough for us, you know. Right. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't stick the rest of it in the crock pot. I'll have uh, you what was the name of it? It was Port and something? My people. 
Alright. Uh, who all is going to Porton's pub with me? So, are, are you leaving from, from Porton's pub? I, I wanted to um, inquire as to getting one of those official uh, papers into the city before we li- leave. Uh, oh. I'm not sure what you mean. As soon as I can locate Van Rees, then my intent is to leave. Right. Ezreal, I wanted, wanted to talk to you about that as well, just when you're done. But wait, can't we talk now? Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, just being socially awkward. Uh, so uh, I talked to the captain of the guard, and if you bring him, since you're like the, the money manager and inventory manager and everything, if you bring him a list of gear and stuff, um, he said there's a possibility it might expedite the process as well as like a token of good favor. So if we have like an actual inventory of all the stuff we're going to donate to the guard, it might get you the paperwork faster as well. That's a good idea, Onyx. Um, as well, why don't uh, you and I go find the, the, uh, the guards uh, and uh, start negotiating this exchange? So, my intent is to leave with Frodo's. I just wanted to put in the paperwork before we leave. Um, we we know that the um, getting the, the paperwork uh, is going to be time consuming. So, if we do it before we leave, um, or get the get it started, um, so much the better. Yes. So you know, so, so... If, if we go out for a couple of days, uh, come back. It, everything's ready. We just we can just go. Well, so how much do we want to donate to the guard? I think everything we're not uh, carrying. We've got chainmail and a whole bunch of uh, weapons and things. Everybody's got their own inventory of uh, arms and armor, uh, but the what we're not using is just dead weight so we have arms and armor but we also have jewelry gems Um, Donate into our deep. Are they talking about bribing? Sorry, say again. I lost my internet connection. Do, does um, donate mean bribe? Uh, no. They. Well, I guess it's kind of hard to tell, but that was not their intent. No, it's, it, we we're talking about an, an, an exchange of value. Uh, we have something they need. They can give us something we need. Frodo? Because I imagine we're just literally sitting at the table having this conversation. Because why not? Uh, Frodo, how long do you think we'll be gone? Until we can deliver the ring. Protoss, he kind of, he kind of turns and he's like, 
Well, the... I'm not really sure, however long it takes us to locate Van Rees. But uh, the village of Cairnbor, the last one I'm hoping to hit before I can make it back here and head back into Torvir Deep. It's only about three hours northeast of here. Um, I suppose if we really wanted to, we could go there before locating Van Rees. Now that I have more help from you, that is also an option. Um, and he's supposed to be here in, in town, yes? Uh, he was supposed to be here in town, but I have spent almost two days now looking for him and have not located him. It might be simpler to but, simply finish the uh, trip to Cairnbor with you and, and then locate him upon our return. Well, I think a quick jog around the city doing doing a couple of checks with some fresh eyes wouldn't hurt anybody. I'm thinking we separate. Um, um, Javid and I can go to the guard house, wherever you would fill out paperwork, and fill out the paperwork to try to get into the city. And then um, we can meet you guys after the bathhouse. Um, and then kind of maybe spread out and look for um, Van Rees yeah. Van Rees, yeah Very well I'm curious to try this bathhouse but I have low expectations Do they have pressure washers there? <laughs> no idea You're thinking of just strapping her under the wall of a uh, washing bay and hose her off? <laughs> yeah. He kind of, as he's moving to leave the uh, the ship, kind of uh, turns towards uh, Briar and holds out a, a gold piece. Your meal was excellent. I appreciate it. Oh, see, where's this appreciation from you lot? I didn't, I didn't know we were supposed to be paying, and I, like, rifle in, and I, like, like pull out ten gold. Does this cover what we've done? Ah, keep your money. You don't, it's not no good here, sir. I'm gonna give him a big hug. I kid, I kid. Very well. Whoever is going to follow me, hurry up. Can't hear you. Can't hear you talking at all. Say again. Trey. I think his uh, headphones just died. Right. Audio issues. Yep. It's the weirdest thing. Like wired headphones that you still have to charge. What? That, that's the whole point of wireless headphones, or, or wired headphones, is to not charge them. Uh, yeah, I know, but these, like, in order for the base to work, I guess, you have to have them charged, which is, like, why I just had to switch mine out, but, yeah, it's really weird. Alright. So, uh... Keth kind of is, like, as you guys are leaving the Vesselies, I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna head off and 
I'll be back later today. I'm going to take care of some things. Do some shopping, as you guys mentioned earlier, but uh, enjoy your bathhouse and whatever it is with you guys. Can't kind oh. of scurries well, off. Uh, I w actually wasn't going to bathe, so if you want to go shopping together, unless you want to do your own thing, I just didn't know if you wanted company. Uh, just so you know, your headphones have like a weird, I don't know, sound when you speak. I can't understand you, but it sounds bad. Audio issues. Alright. So, Javid and Azriel, you two are heading to... To the uh, guard station in the... Uh... Five points square, where the, um... Okay. Onyx had arranged them. Well, Onyx uh, didn't arrange it, but I imagine that they're, like... Or, he talked to the guard, yes? No, he just talked to some guy in an inn. Oh. No, he talked to a guard. Some, oh, did he? talked to okay. a guard. Okay. Well, then we'll go where Onyx told us to go, where the guard told him where we should go. Okay. So you guys are going to the, the square to, uh... Yeah. Yep. Does that sound better? That sounds a lot Ooh, louder, hi. but yes. It does sound... It sounds good. Came through very clearly. Alright. Uh, Javid and... Azrael. The two of you, kind of departing from the rest of your party, Make your way through the, the city streets, the throngs of uh, refugees, uh, back into the main city square. You can kind of see the the central like area around this uh, small little like uh, fountain that's been drained of water, and this like barricade has been built up at a little circle around all the dwarves kind of patrolling in a circle. This was where Onox told you to go meet with one of the guard captains. So, does it? Do we need to walk up? Like, when we walk up, is there like um, a guard we have to go into, or can we just like walk in? Uh, there's yeah. an opening to the uh, to it. But you can just kind of walk up and, like, lean over the edge and talk to the guards. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna walk up, and, and, and Dorvan, I'm going to say, I'm looking for official passage into the city. How do I apply? Oh, and also we have uh, some uh, arms and armor for exchange. Which I did not say in Dwarven. A couple of the, the dwarves kind of come over, and one of them listens to you, and then you kind of hear him shout in Dwarvish, Captain! Calls him over. The captain in the finer, like, gold filigreed armor approaches, and I, uh, what was it you were looking for? Official passage into the city. 
Aye, that's not with us. Uh, you got to submit uh, down at the docks uh, over that way. There's a, a setup there where they're taking the uh, official uh, requests for passage into the city. Was there anything? Okay. Else? Is this all in, in, in Dwarvish or uh, common? Yeah, he, he heard her say that in Dwarvish, so he's responding in, in Dwarvish. So, so in common, I'll say, Javid, they say we have to go over there to to the the dock. Uh, what if we arrange for the um, uh, guard here? to get the uh, arms and armor because they don't need that at the docks, I presume, but they do need it here. And uh, the cap good captain here, sir, you uh, give us a um, uh, note or something, put in a good word with, with the um, the folks at the uh, pass office. Why don't... What? Let's just go to the dock. All right, let's see. They may not be interested in arms and armor here, but I can see that the good captain here uh, is the sort who is uh, certainly likely what to be... What benefit is it going to get to give these guys the armor if they're not the ones granting the passes? He's the one who gives us the good word with the... Uh, ah, you know, I'm not the one who's going to be accepting anything. You're going to want to talk to a quartermaster. Well, yes, I quite understand, but you, you're you the one who has a quartermaster in your command, yes? There's no quartermasters here. Oh, well, alright. If you would be so good as to direct us to a quartermaster, sir. Why aren't we going to the dock? No, oh, sorry, uh, not the dock. I should say the bridge master on this side is the one who you're going to want to talk to. Okay, so, so, right, so it's over there? Let's go yeah, talk to the bridge master. kind of points you guys towards the bridge and as you guys move in that direction uh, you can see that there is this like huge crowd of people that's kind of forming into these little lines towards a number of little tables out in front of like one side of the bridge and at the little tables you can see there's a dwarf a gnome a couple of other people and I'm sitting there and they're like filling out paperwork and reading and you know uh, coins from mm. the from the phone. Okay. How long does the so, line look? Does uh, it look like it's going to take a while? It's a pretty I was hoping that if if we have a a um, pass from the guard, then we can skip the line. That that that's not how official business works. Oh yes, it is very much so. No, no, it's not. Yeah, not here. Yeah. yeah, well, I don't know about here, but uh, having somebody who's got gold filigree on his uh, armor, say, they don't have to stand in line. Go talk to the the other big guy, you know, chain of command sorts of things where there's the, the bridge across the... Uh... I'm just going to go get a line. <laughs> All right. Tell you what, you hold a place in line. I'm going to see if we can skip the line. Okay, you do that. And... Uh... Is it, this is all.
weird right now. Say again. Right. Oh, you're back. Okay. Okay. How much did? Uh, where, where do you last remember? Uh, you stood in line and Javid said something. Yep, Javid was saying I don't want to stand in line. I want to uh, get a um, note from the guard or even a guard themselves to take us to the head of the line or skip the line altogether. And so uh, Azrael, who enjoys lines, is going to stand in line. And Javid, who does not enjoy lines, is going to go back to the guard and try to talk to the uh, guard captain to say, Do you get, can we get a um, pass to skip the line? Because I, I don't want to stand in line with a bunch of refugees. No offense to the refugees, but standing in line is not my thing. Alright, so you're just like walking to the front of the line. Um, I, I w was sort of hoping that the uh, captain of the guard could uh, get us uh, some way to to bypass the line so you're you're gonna walk back and try to talk to the yeah captain. walk walk back to the captain and say we we have uh, some things of value some armor and i'll describe in general terms uh we've we've got a bunch of soldiers gear that was left uh when their uh, souls departed and um i was hoping that if you found that useful that we could uh get your assistance in getting to uh, the bridge master and a pass across the bridge sooner than if we stood in line with a bunch of refugees. Right, no slide on the refugees, but... Alright, you kind of wander back up to the the like guard post um, calling the, the guard captain over he just kind of stands there and listens to you talk for a moment he's like uh no but good luck have uh have an excellent day getting across the uh, bridge am um am i to understand that that you're you're taking a pass on the uh chain mail and swords and all, all of that that we've got ah well it is not my place to Except deny. That's right. I'm sorry. Even. You said uh, we talked to the quartermaster. Where was the quartermaster? You will find him at the front of the line over there at the bridge. All right. There Can was I get, a um, here yesterday. He was, you know, gay, tall, uh, fuzzy, uh, one of them lion folk or whatever they are. Uh, he, yep. he said he had some armor for me, so we requested a quartermaster across. He should be there this morning. But uh, All you right. know, go talk to him and. Yeah. Do you, th you think I could get um, one of uh, your people to help me? Because uh, the, me and and uh, one of your people will, will get to see the Quartermaster sooner than just me. Right. Yeah, that, is, that would be how it would work. But no, not at all. Good luck. Thanks. Have a nice day. And then he says something, something in Dwarvish to the, the guard next to him, and then they both laugh. Can I? How far away can I hear what You're he said? You're way too far away. I'm going to uh, say some dirty words that call into question his uh, parentage in Draconic. Okay. 
They uh, they don't seem to notice. They've uh, they're now ignoring you. Mm. All right. So I'm going to um, head back over to the line of people uh, requesting passes from the bridge master and so forth, relay to Azrael, and then I'm going to go looking for a quartermaster. All right, so you're just going to, you're walking up to the front of the line. Yeah. You kind of approach, and uh, the one that's most available to you, kind of, there's, there's three independent lines, but it's more of just this, like, column of people that, like, closer to the end, they actually filter, you know, they queue appropriately. Uh, the one on the fellow, the, the, the fellow on the end is, is this little gnome, kind of sitting there. You kind of approach him, and he's like, uh, apologies, sir, but uh, we are serving the next in line. Yes, I quite understand, and, and uh, please do. Uh, I'm not looking for... Uh, the uh, head of the line, I'm, I'm looking for the quartermaster. Make a persuasion check. Mm, because I'm so good at that. It always happens. Apologies, sir, but uh, we're on a first-come, first-served basis for the line. Mm. Have a nice day. Uh, is this, can you point me to the line for the quartermaster? The uh, quartermaster is just in there, and he kind of gestures behind the tables. You can see there's a few guards kind of standing between you. Right. There's a small building on the, like, outside of the door. There is a sign uh, that reads Bridgemaster. Uh, the, the door's kind of shut. There's a couple guards on either side. Mm -hmm. uh, this building, yeah. physically, you can see it. Uh, it has a few, like connections to the bridge itself like ropes and cords and other things coming off of it um, so in some way it, it is like part of the bridge systems and I, I see the um, you said it was a, a um, building that the, the quartermaster is, is in well he j just kind of gestures and behind himself at the door gestures. and says bridge master All right. um, you know all right. And I'll, I'll say uh, thank you. Thank you for your time. And I will start to try to scoot around the, the uh, table and pass the guards to get to the bridge master right. building. You kind of walk, walk up to the door. A couple of the guards just kind of give you like looks as you just walk past them. And in front of the door, the two of them, you know, it's a, a dwarf and a human kind of like, Oi, halt! I'm here to see the quartermaster. I've been sent by the captain of the guard. Which captain? The guy with the gold uh, filigree armor there in the at the guard station. Sorry, we're we're not on a uh, name basis. He didn't tell me his name. I didn't tell him mine. But he said to go see the quartermaster. So here I am. Uh, I'm going to make a persuasion check at advantage. The two of them kind of like relax a little bit. And... Alright. Turns around and kind of opens the door for you. Allows you inside. Uh, 
before I go in, uh, I'm going to turn around and look at the, the line. Do I see Azrael? Mm, she's pretty far back. Does she see me? Uh, Azrael probably can see you because you're like, yeah. you know, by yourself out in the open. But Yeah, I'm probably like, please don't get arrested. Please don't get arrested. Please don't get arrested. I'm, I'm going to wave and uh, say, come on, come on. We're going in. Have um, I made it very far in line? Like, am I really going to lose my place if I leave? You have not made it far at all. Okay, fine. I, I, I'll just, like, sigh, and then I'll, I'll, I'll walk over. She's with me. Uh-huh. Guards are kind of looking at you. Azrael walks back up. The, uh, can the can I endure and say, I, I apologize very much for my friend. Um, you know, he is used to a more aggressive, not that he has any hostiles, um, we just don't have a lot of time, and uh, he's trying to make it faster. Understandable. The, uh, the dwarf and the, the human guard can let you inside. Uh, the building, you can see, it, it has this kind of front office area where a bunch of things have been kind of scooted to one side of the building. Uh, you can tell that it's like current setup is not what it is normally. There's like scuff marks on the floor, all kinds of like loose papers that are kind of dropped everywhere. It looks very hurried in appearance. Off to one side you can see at a desk there's this fellow kind of looks tired, bags under his eyes, he's kind of pulling things off the table. He's dressed in, dressed in a very plain uh, tunic gambeson combo um, with the same kind of colors as the rest of the Torvir Deep Guard. Uh, but he's not wearing armor, traditionally. Uh, the far wall, you can see there are uh, a number of these like strange metal panels and then a large double door that's closed. And there's about six or seven guards in the room. Uh, most of them are watching you guys enter. Do I see somebody wearing the... Um... Insignia I would recognize as the quartermaster. Uh, you know, a little lapel doodad or pin or simple on his cloak or something. The one who is not wearing armor and just wearing a gamison uh, is is very obviously like a like a member of the guard who oh. just does like paperwork. Yep. Yeah, okay. So we will approach um, said individual and uh, I'll um, introduce myself as um, saying we uh, hope that, that we are uh, here in a, uh, a capacity to uh, assist you in um, furthering your arms and armor uh, stores. Alright, what can we do for you? Well, we have uh, come into some uh, weapons and uh, armor that were left behind by some soldiers and thought that if we could um, help you by contributing these to the, uh, the cause, that you could help us uh, by um, uh, furthering our interest in, in uh, getting across the bridge. 
where are these from? Um, Slavers, they no longer need them. Oh yeah, soldiers. Okay. Slavers. They were slavers who were um, now dead. Yeah. Right. They, they left them behind when How they much died. Is it? I need a full tally. We have five chainmail, two leather armors, two daggers, one shield, two short swords, two short bows. Seem to think we would have collected a lot more than that, but there you go. Well, that's what I, I have written down. I know Onyx was taking a lot of it. That's probably what's not broken, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, can you put that in the chat? Because I didn't. It should be in the journal entry on Forge. That's at least what I have written down that was either not given to the refugees, not given to the um, tabaxi, not broken, and not taken by Onyx. Well, I don't have anything on me except for two daggers and a long sword anymore. Uh, uh, you had, didn't you have the breastplate that you took too? Uh, yeah, I'm wearing that. That's my yeah. actual armor that I'm wearing. Yeah, but that was we. That was one of our. That was like booty, I guess, or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. And I also think Javid and Snow all split all the arrows we found. Alright, hold on, I'm just doing the math. He just kind of is like writing down what you're offering him and, and like kind of tallying it. Similar to what I'm doing right now. Oh. That's, I had almost forgot. We have arms and armor for 15 people as well. All right, that's, that's what I was thinking. We had about 20 pieces of armor from somewhere. Yeah, the ship. The ship that's right. We had that from the ship. I just didn't, we, I didn't, we didn't have any specification as to what it is. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's on the ship as well. That's why it was in a separate place. You could outfit an entire platoon with this. All right, I'm uh, prepared to offer you a writ for 1,822 gold pieces. Could we instead get a, a passage for 10 people across the bridge? Uh, make a persuasion check. Wait, 10? Do we need 10? In this case, uh, well, don't we have to Kodos and his people. Okay. Uh, we um, can fill can, in the blanks later. Yeah, can I be assisting him since I'm like standing there? Sure. Just so he can have a van in. You know, I am, you know, Talindra, uh, Raven Tree, a, you know, 
resident of the city. This is Javid. Uh, we are both members of the Fortune Hunters and have spent quite a bit of time, you know, helping clean out the less than desirable in Torad RV. Several of our group have also assisted us in, you know, keeping this, you know, undesirables where, you know, they are not hurting the citizens. Um, we are upstanding and, you know, upstanding citizens. Right. right. Of, yeah, of there we go. The There's community. your assistance. We, we, would, we would not be a, a drain on the community if that's in. Uh, concern there you go, at all. So you can roll for advantage. <laughs> okay. Mm. Might take me a little while to work that out. I could try. Um, the uh, arms and armor for 20 plus uh, in exchange for a um, passage across the bridge is is um, a plus for you. So, and I'm, well, I'm happy not, that that we. I'm not capable of offering you outright passage across the bridge. That is beyond. Right, but you my... you know the the bridge master and can put in a a good word so that we're right. That's what I uh, said. I can try to get you across the bridge. How how long would it take you? To, to be able to do the paperwork. We were going to help evacuate one of the refugee cities before um, coming back. I so there is time. Couldn't tell you. Never done this before. I can write you a writ right now for 1,822 gold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, mm. I mean, I, I want into the city, though. Right. I want to my apartment. Right, right. uh-huh. Now, if, if I come back, right, are you going to remember who I am? I don't remember. Can I do an insight check? Mm -hmm. Sure. I mean, he he definitely is very interested in, in the arms and armor you have to give him. Uh, but whether or not he's going to be able to get you passage across the bridge is, is another quote. You know, he doesn't he doesn't he, he's not sure if that's a real thing that he can. Where is the bridge master? Right. Yeah, we're in we're in the bridge master's office. Uh, where's, yeah, right. where's the bridge master? The bridge master's on the other side now. No. Do you want to go uh, get him? Has the does the bridgemaster have a lieutenant, a second-in-command on this side? There's a device over in that room that you can use to talk to him. Oh, splendid. Well, I didn't know there was such a thing. Right. What, what, why don't you go talk to him? Well, like, right now? You, can you... I'll go ask him. Eventually. Well, okay. So I'll wait here. Uh, How long is it going to take you? Or we don't even have... All right. Let's, let's go to the, the device. I, I'm curious to see how this works. groans and stands up and shuffles over to the door. One of the guards produces a big kind of keychain and unlocks it, allowing you inside. It's mostly dark on the, the other way, but there's a door immediately to the left and he, he goes into a small room. Two of the guards follow you into this space. Uh, and in the room, there's like 
all of these like stone and metal little like glowing devices on the wall and it kind of produces one kind of twirls it kind of, you hear it click and like electricity like powers up pulls out a little device it's like a you know like a, a really like 1930s like microphone type thing he's kind of taps it and he's like uh bridge master and he's got a thing on on his ear and you hear right does this look science or magic Kind of somewhere in the middle. Yes. <laughs> All right. I've got uh, I've got people requesting ten uh, ten people to cross the bridge. Uh huh. Right. They've offered us uh, arms and armor for this uh, this amount. I was gonna offer them uh, eighteen hundred gold for it, but uh, they really want to cross the bridge, and it seems like a fair trade to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Well, I haven't seen it yet. All right. And then he kind of hangs it back up. And, uh, they're going to fill out some paperwork for you. No telling how long it's going to take. Uh, but they're inclined to potentially accept your offer. Okay. Well, on then. There's going to be a wave of uh, admittals tomorrow across the bridge. Uh, they're expecting 500 people to get across. So if you uh, hurry back, we might be able to let you cross tomorrow. Great. So, well, so we can, tomorrow uh, we could get into the city. Maybe. Like or I just cross the bridge. I... The bridge master is looking into it. But he did seem like he was uh, all on board. So wait, so who makes the decision if it's not the, the bridge manager? Like how how is he looking into uh, it? There's some administrative red tape that goes up to the to the council of Toribir Deep. Oh, you're talking oh, about wow. the guilds. Yes. The guilds are, are dealing with it. There have been some uh, concerns about people passing through. Uh, but uh, we're prepared to accept some risk associated with it in exchange for goods. No, I, I don't right. know what risk you're talking about. Like, I I live there, you know. Right, Javid, I don't know that. you're just selling me. I don't know that. I've never seen you before. <laughs> right, right. So I, I'm the <clears> weird <throat> elf girl that lives down in you know that one level that has all the skeevy people. Yeah. See, I I am a fortune hunter. Uh-huh. Right. Um, you know, I believe I'll, I'll pull Azriel aside and and uh, say, why don't we? Go get the uh, stuff. Bring it back here. Oh, um, I'll look look to the uh, quartermaster. Where, where do you want the stuff delivered? By the way, uh, here or here, guardhouse here or here would work. Okay, great. All right, we'll do that. So we'll we'll uh, we'll go I'll come back up. with the stuff. Yes, uh, hurry back with it. Uh, Make sure that know. means you know that we're good for it. Yes, <clears throat> not just some. <laughs> Excuse me, skeevy people trying to talk our way across the bridge with nothing to show for it. Right. So we can only pass tomorrow, though, is what you're saying, right? I was expecting paperwork that let me come and go as I would like. That is not how that works, no. No, yeah, I would expect this to... The bridge is only going down about once a day right now, and, uh, well, I would expect it to be a lot less than that here coming up soon. Right, so you're saying once we're in the city, we can't leave? Probably, yeah. And what if I want to cross in like five days? 
why would you want to though? You know, this said. Uh, yeah, that, know, that's, well, there's uh, some refugees. That, I want to go save. Is is uh, they're they're three hours away. Right. Yeah. Just we don't want to spend a whole lot of time. Now, just between you and me, this side of the river is about to get real nasty real soon. So tomorrow, you're saying into the city tomorrow, and that's it. Potentially, it could be the day after. I think, I, I think it was the across uh, the bridge tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Torbeer is another day. So, so we'll come back and we'll give you the stuff, and you'll give us the passage for when the people are going. Correct. Right. You're not getting the stuff without our passage. Right. Yeah. You want to be. And you're not getting passage without giving us the stuff, so really. Right. So. Okay. So we'll 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 be back. You remember us, right? I remember you. Yep. Okay. You hear one of the guards. Is there... One of the guards behind you grumbles. I remember you too. Is <laughs> 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 there so, uh, something like a a um, note or something that that we could show the guard in case, uh, you know, the shift change and and nobody's here that remembers our faces. I'll be here tomorrow when the bridge lowers. So come find me when the bridge is down, and you'll get across as long as you bring me your uh, stuff. Well, we're remember, gonna go get the stuff. It, it, from it, it was so, then. Wait, yeah, wait, do you want us get... to bring the stuff? Not tomorrow. When, whenever you come back, I guess. I mean, I'll be here. I'm supposed to be on this side of the river for the next two or three days. Okay. All right. I, I think we got what we came for. That's Did right. you? Because you uh... really confused. No, no, we're... it's this. This is our our banter. All right. Good luck. We do this all the time. You sure you got the stuff that it takes? <laughs> all right. Stuff. Uh, oh yeah, we got the good stuff. Very long, bringing back the armor and arms and whatnot. I actually yes. do imagine Azrael and Javi talk like this on a pretty regular basis. Oh yeah. So I guess we'll go to the inn where we're supposed to meet everyone else, right? Okay. All right. So, uh, well, all that, while all that was happening, I want to do like shopping things. Got it. After dropping Protos off, like I'm not gonna bathe. There's some other stuff I wanted to take care of. Okay. I'm just looking for Smith's tools, jeweler's tools, and anything that I can use as components for healing potions. And then while I'm walking around, I'm going to be casting... Do I know what his friend looks like, right? Like, I know him. I've met him before. Yeah, you've probably seen him before. And as I'm, like, walking around random buildings, I'm just going to be casting message to see if I can get through to him. It takes five feet of stone to block the, block the spell. And I don't have to have a line of sight on him. I just have to, like, think of him and know he's there. Well, message, you have to point towards the creature. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm just, like, finger-gunning random places with it. I know it's probably not going to work, but that's what I'm doing. That's like Right, but I, I thought with like... message, when you, like, finger-gun or whatever, the thing that you're pointing to, because I remember one time I was randomly using it, and, like, someone else picked up the message. I accidentally sent it to the wrong person. Mm, message is very specific. It's whoever you're targeting. Uh, and it does work around corners. So sure, you you could you could be just kind of like randomly finger gunning and trying to, to get. Yeah, that's basically what I'm doing as I'm walking around. Okay. 
Uh, go ahead and give me... Let's see. Uh, can I get an investigation check from you? Hey, oh, with right. a minus one. Hmm. All right. So you are with Keth. Um, Keth is just looking for kind of regular traveling supplies. You know, he, he buys himself a, a fresh shirt and a, a fresh pair of pants off somebody. Um, there are a few like random traders here who have gotten bottlenecked on this side of the bridge. Um, but you do note specifically that they are wildly upcharging things right now. Um, so what are you looking for exactly? Uh, Smith tools is the important one, and jeweler's tools if I could possibly pick them up. Um, so you could you could get Smith's tools for sure. Um, but it would run you about 40 gold pieces. That's fine. Okay. Uh, jewelers, tools. As you're traveling, you can tell that, like, the jewelers on the side of the river, they're gone. Like, those guys probably boarded up shop first. Uh, there's still some smiths and some other people that are selling, like, more mundane items that still exist on this um, but anyone who is selling things of value, they're gone. And I'm also going to pay for Kat's stuff because he was a slave and probably doesn't have that much chick cash on him. Yeah, he's cool. He's not a slave. Oh, he does? No. Oh, he <clears throat> would have taken it off of him. Uh, he got it back. Sounds good. Um, is there anything else you'd like to look for? Uh, potion components. If that's over here, probably not, but just an eye out. Uh, what kind of potion components? Like healing potion stuff. Probably get something like that. It'd be very expensive, but it is something. Uh, if it's like soup, man. Yeah, I would probably have a conversation with them. Be like, "Oof, I know I can pick that up along the road. I'm gonna go ahead and say no, just because of. I'm sure it's like double the price for everything. So like 25 gold worth of components is like 50 gold." Yeah, pretty much everything is going to be double the price. Yeah, so I'm going to hear that and be like, oof. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. And then uh, bebop around with Keth, have some morning brews since I'm feeling good. And then meet back with Protos at the bathhouse about the time that I think he's going to be done. So, uh, Snow, Demetari, and Briar. The three of you kind of arrive at this bathhouse. It's 
Still the wee hours of the morning. As you approach, you can see Proto's just kind of pushes, kind of stoops through the door, uh, enters, and uh, kind of reaching into a pouch on his hilt, plops a little gold coin on the counter. We'll uh, take one of your rooms. And, and the woman kind of behind the counter looks up at him kind of curiously and, all right, takes his stuff and guides you guys down a hallway into... Uh, a small room, and within you can see there is this like large, warm kind of steam kind of rising off the surface of it. This pool. She sets down a couple of uh, towels on one side and uh, shuffles off into the corner, adjusts some coals, sends up this like huge wave of steam into the room, and then scurries her way out. So wait, are you telling me that we just paid money to get hot and sweaty? Indeed. <laughs> what? What's the attraction here? Well, it does help relax tense muscles, I'll tell you that. It certainly does. Alright. Oh, I'll give it an honest try. We'll, we'll do this. I'm gonna... Scuttle on in there and settle down in the corner. Does the bath water just turn black? Oh, she's not that dirty. I don't think. Little moss nuggets floating on top. Yeah. Little like. Bugs. Wait, is there actual bath water in here, or is it like a steam room? Uh, it's it's like an actual, you know, bathing house with just like uh, water. Okay. It's like a steam. She room was she was adjusting the coal so the water heats back up. Basically, it's not just a, a steam room. She gets shoved in, and it's like Watson spirited away. The giant muck monster. <laughs> Protos disrobes his things and gets into the water. So, uh, tell me about yourselves. More in depth. Well, my name is... Uh, you go first. My mom needs me. Well, there's not much to tell. Um, met this group trying to, uh, well, find find out some information, I guess, um, about stuff and things. But uh, I am a mortician, so I guess if you if if you need a body prepared or something, I'm your gal. Can't say I've had that come up too often in my travels, but uh, now that I know you, I will definitely be ready to uh, reach out. It's so odd how how uh, people really care about their dead. Right. It's it's so fascinating. What what does your people do? And I just kind of like lean in, all curious. Mm. Typically, we. Simply bury them, as uh, many other cultures do. Why is that? Just, you know, to prevent the scent, or...? Just returns them to the ground from which we have all come. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Any special preparations, or you just kind of toss them in there? Mm, typically, you will be kind of wrapped, bound, 
such that you're, you're kind of snugly prepared and set within the dirt. Seems reasonable. Have what? you guys ever thought to, well, um, to utilize it and, you know? I'm not sure what you mean by that. How does one utilize uh, a perished person? Well, um, have you not killed a deer? You know, you... Uh, well, no, we would not commit cannibalism. That is a uh, great disrespectful act amongst our people. No, 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 no. You misunderstand. No cannibalism. Uh, I just mean, you know, you take the the deer horn and you turn it into a tool or um, you, you turn their bone into a weapon. Uh, like, utilizing them as tools because they are no longer themselves, right? So, I mean, in theory... If if your people have their souls have left, then and their body remains, it's no longer them. So you know you could utilize it. Mm. That is not how our people see it. You are yourself, whether or not you have passed on into the next life. There are some, as you I think might be interested to know, that uh, they may cleave their horns from them and and craft them into items, and they can become. Uh, Items of great significance passed down through the generations. Um, I'm not currently in possession of one, but my great-grandfather did uh, convert one piece of his horn into a whistle. It uh, went to my brother. I do find beauty in that. That sounds wondrous. Okay, uh, I think that's it for me. Who's next? He just kind of starts, like, soaping himself off, you know? He's getting, like, the dirt out of out of his, like, muscles and, and hair and whatever. <laughs> Dang it, muscles are that big? Thick like dirt? He's, uh, he's a very, uh, very well-built minotaur. You can tell he's done a lot of heavy lifting in his life. <laughs> I'm just kind of going o uh, up and above the water, over and over, like, dip in. Flutter in the wings, get them all rinsed out and stuff. You know, I can kind of see the attraction here. This is this isn't bad, I guess. Where are you from that your people do not bathe? The swamp, you know. Got a big family, of little little beetle bugs. Kind of float around, you know, do our own thing. Most everybody's dirty dudes. Does that place? Uh, we don't really have the, uh, the space to dedicate to just clean water. What is? I don't know, man. This is kind of nice, though. I see the attraction. What uh, what swamp are you f Oh, you know, back in Feywaddle. Uh, the uh, what? The Feywild. Oh, interesting. I would have guessed the uh, Woodhuff base, but, uh, you know, that's uh, probably just as far, really. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, my folks come here every now and again, so... I've heard of a bunch of stuff from here, but... This is definitely new. Just wait till the family hears about clean water. <laughs> Just sit there for no reason. Except to dip your nasty body in it. <laughs> Interesting. Alright. Uh, probably about this point, roughly. 
begins lounging there for a while, engaging in this conversation. Uh, Javid and Azriel, you arrive at the establishment and are are led into the same little bathing area that uh, Protos and the other members have, have found themselves in. So, so Welcome, hop in the soup. All right, so I guess, I guess uh, we'll, we'll get into. I'm gonna stay far away from Briar because I imagine there's like moss and like you know maybe like twigs, and I kind of want to not be near that. Um, but I'll I'll get in and I'll be like, so Frodo, how long did you say it, it would take us to do your thing? Well, you could uh, assist me in locating Van Rees, or um, three hours to Cairnvor, three hours back. Uh, it would probably take most of the day, but uh, shouldn't take very long once we're there. Because if we want to get into the city, we need to go tomorrow. Interesting. Do you have interest in getting to the city? Sometime soon, but I do need to locate Van Rees and do Cairnbor. The order is up to you. How about we go help your people, the the Cannivore, because you know apparently they're in imminent danger, and and then we'll come back, we'll find Van Rees, and then we'll go back to the city. Very well. That is assuming the uh, pass is good for whenever they. Next, uh, let civilians through. We can hope. It will be. I will trust to your greatly persuasive powers, Azrael. You, you've got away with these dwarves. I, I saw how... Dwarves like me. My neighbors, they, they're, they're great fans of me. We get along great. Make That's a deception check. What? Make a deception check. <laughs> you get along great before or after they found out you were leaving? <laughs> you all get the impression that this is not the case. Mm-hmm. They were so happy when I told them that I was going to be leaving for a while. They were so worried about me. They even brought gifts. What sort of gift? <laughs> well, they, they were throwing so a party. Sorry to see you go. When can you go sooner? guys uh lounge so, and we'll we'll relate what um arrangement we made so the the um quartermaster said that the um if if we do get the the pass that it, it would be 
good for tomorrow, but I, I can't imagine that they would restrict us just to that day. It's got to, not very likely, I would think, just to be um, good for crossing. And, uh, you know, if they're letting 500 through at a time, what's six more? So a day's uh, a day later, uh, pr things will probably uh, be more uh, unsettled here in Canitor, uh, and the uh, Austrinium front uh, likely closer. But hey, adventure, right? Adventure. About this no. time, I just get out and I start toweling off and do the whole. Do the shake. The cat like has all the hairs or all the water just like goes everywhere. Yeah. Then then you start grooming, right? Yeah. I'm gonna uh, spend a little time to. Uh, uh, Having taken everything off and disrobed and all to um, um, get in the bath, I'll sit on the, the edge and um, start trying to uh, sew some of my jewels in, into the hems of my uh, tunic and the like. Javid, you're here to relax. What are you doing? Uh, preparation. Just in, in the event that things do not go our way, uh, it's a little bit of, of a backup. Purse strings can be cut. Why don't you just have a little bit of that thing I got you no liked in the box and, you know, just... Just enjoy the heat and the soothing water. I have too much on my mind to to uh, fully relax. Suit yourself. You go right ahead. And actually, um, you've um, probably been in here for a time. Um, if you're sufficiently soaked and uh, muscles relaxed and so forth. Perhaps we can uh, go back to the boat to get the uh, armor and, and uh, weapons and, and um, get those to the quartermaster so we can uphold our end of the bargain. You hear that, Briar? Javid is pushing responsibilities onto us. We're not going for a while. Why should we hand over the stuff if that's the entire bargaining chip for getting across? Shouldn't we wait until we actually go to the city? We hand it over uh, for the the passage, the thing that gets us into the city. Yeah, we, we don't uh, get to go until yeah. we hand it over. And the sooner we hand it over, the sooner they start to work on our pa a pass. Oh, gotcha. 
Also, I didn't realize your wings were that color. <laughs> they didn't used to be, did they? I'm assuming hmm. she's swimming underwater. That's... She's down and, and back up and... Like, didn't even hear me, water in her ears, having a blast. Wait, she's beetle, right? Does she kind of skim? You know? There's like Rather the than... sound of her like... Going back down. But what was the question? I didn't hear it, I'm sorry. Oh, I said I didn't realize your wings were that color. Yeah, they're kind of shiny, yeah? It's kind of nice. I'm, I'm telling you, this thing is like growing on me, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna pick some like that. Something was growing on you. <laughs> All right. So who? Uh, so what are you guys doing now? Uh, would you guys like to head out? Mm. Well, we were all sitting around the the bathhouse talking, and now I think I'm trying to talk to everybody into getting off, out, toweling off, dressing, and and heading back to the boat so we can get our Get your things. Stuff taken. What? Get your things and then head off towards uh, whatever the the name uh, Karenborg. Yeah, Karenborg. I think we were gonna we were gonna take the weapons back to the quartermaster to get the little pass, and then we were gonna go to Canavore. Yeah, I wouldn't count on her being able to just do an exchange like that, but um, we get a, a uh, chit and. Yeah, we, yeah, something but, that says that we, you know, gave weapons and can be exchanged for a pass of 10 people right. or something like that. Exactly. And I said uh, 10 just off the top of my head, assuming that uh, we may pick up some stragglers who we want to take along with us. They don't care if it's 6 or 10, and 10 sounded like a round number. Well, yeah, you said we were going to take... Um... Brogo or Protos or how do you pronounce his name, Onyx? Protos. Protos. We're going to take him and his people as well. So, I mean, that's what? Four people in addition to us? Right. So, the, the six of you and then Protos and then Van Reese would make eight. Right. So Does he, I thought he had other people. Yeah. He did. He we did have nine because. Don't we have, uh... Fuck, what is his name? Oh, yeah, Kep. That's right, so... Kep. So we can bring one other person. You can bring one friend on the trip. And the the, the pony and the horse, uh, they're, they're, they're just baggage carriers. Yeah, they don't need a pass for those. They're, they're, they go with us. I mean, technically, we could probably trade them, too. I'm not trading Ted or Ted. Now the the, the ship. Um, let's talk about that. We need to to sell the ship unless we intend to keep paying dock fees and somebody looks after it for us. Well, who's gonna buy the ship? Oh, that, that guy, the guy who tied the boat. He was interested. That's right. Didn't he say he wanted a boat? Okay, we we can go ask him if he wants to buy the boat when we go back. And yeah. if he wants to leave, we have one extra pass. Does he seem like somebody we want to 
include in our party. I don't like him. Little... He's not coming no. on my pass. I liked him. I think if he wants to go, we could take him. He's, I mean, like, he was really nice. He's taking advantage of people. <clears throat> Actually, I, I thought a uh, 10 gold dock fee was uh, pretty reasonable, given the circumstances. No, it, it, it's not. Well, he said he liked my We just lose 30 at the bar. Whatever that means. So I'm for it. All right. We head back to the boat. And uh, we get the um, chainmail and stuff load up Ted and um, what was the horse's name? Uh, Jed, Jeff? Jebediah. Jebediah. Jebediah, yes. Jebediah and Ted. Would have been better if it had been Bill. Oh, yeah. Because then they could have gone on some excellent adventures. I would have liked Rose. Then we could have called it Teddy Roosevelt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Your party kind of drying off now clean and, and ready to face whatever lies ahead of you. Return to the Chainbreaker. Um, Who's our best uh, salesperson? I'm terrible at it. Um, I think it's Onyx. I don't know. I'm pretty good at it. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're good at a lot of things. Not talking. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, you, you and I sh should not be uh, the faces of the, of the group for this. Wow, so now you're calling me ugly on top of not speaking good? Speaking well. <laughs> we speak no good. Right. Although, now that you're all nice and fluffy, maybe you should. Oh my gosh. Can I, like, blow dry the kitties with my wings and make them super fluffy? <laughs> Absolutely. You're just, like, near their heads, and, and like, it's, it's this... Very aggressive fan, basically. How much, how effective it is, is, is anybody's guess. Mm hmm. Yeah, because don't you have to brush their coats while you're doing that? And, uh, no, you're like a brother to me, but I'm not brushing your coat. It's a blowout. It, I say, oh, blowout. come on. That's our rubbing up against him. <laughs> Like my dog, like smearing her face against the, the carpet, trying to dry it off. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so, um, who is going to talk to Farrakh, the Peer Master? Um, I'm going to go with Onyx. Yeah, I'm going to go talk to him. All right. Well, they're doing that. We'll load up the horses. You guys uh, approach the uh, Peer Master's office, and Farrakh is just kind of standing there. He sees, like, chewing on something and spitting it into a little uh, cup that he's got in front of him. He's like, ah, what can I do for you? You uh, come to rent a few more days. Uh, we were coming to see if we could save those days of rent and see if you were interested in a boat. Mm, maybe. What uh, what kind of a trade are we looking to make? Thinking boat for gold? Hmm. I've got a little bit of gold. Maybe some gems. How much, uh, how much for it? I don't know. Call it... I don't know. I kind of look at Azrael for help because we didn't discuss pricing. Well, okay, so... does Can can I do, like, an intelligence check? Does Azrael know how much a yeah, boat like this would cost? I'm um, sure go ahead and give me an intelligence check. confidently say 2500 gold best i can do is 50 uh, yeah probably at least 5000 uh so i'll i'll just double that so i'll go t- t- 10000 kind of like i'll take it off you for two can i do an inside check do i feel like he's cheating us Um, I'm going to look at him and say, why don't we meet in the middle at four and we both walk out of here with a good deal. Uh, that's, I mean, he's way under, undervalued your, your estimate, but I mean, it's, uh, you're, you're trying to get rid of something that you got for free type deal. And I think you guys did tell him that. All right. I'll, I'll just let Onyx continue his <laughs> negotiations. Yeah, why don't we meet in the middle at four and we both walk away happy? What are we saying? Is this, this is a full-on sailing ship? Mm, not quite. It's closer to like a... A long ship? It's somewhere between a long ship and a sailing ship. Um, I'll take it off you for three. These are trying times, you know? You never know how long something inside of the river is going to last. Hey, if he's giving you a hard time, we can always sell it to that other guy that was asking. Are you even there? <laughs> I think so. I think I she said she went with you. Yeah. Okay. I'd only t- I mean, how many people does it take to load horses on a boat? <laughs> and I liked the guy, so I think I'd be there. Right, and the and the intent was to use it, right? 
like out of character, the intent was to use it to travel. Yeah, that's what he said. And we'll let you have it for three, but we need to use it one last time, and then it's yours. Mm, where? Where are you going with it? North, right? Do we get there by ship? Did he say? That's what I'm asking, because I'm, I'm Cause getting I... confused with all the back and forth. Like, I thought... Because I thought we were walking for the refugees. Yes, yeah, we're walking. This one. Okay. So we're his intent was to here. travel. So he said he wanted the boat to travel. So his intent was to travel. But we don't need the boat anymore. Okay, yeah. Three grand. We didn't need to know that. Negotiating tactics, right? All right. Wait out here. Yeah, yeah we'll wait right here. All right. He kind of locks. He, he goes inside the door. You can hear it shut and lock. You hear some uh, rummaging and, and rifling for a bit. And then he, he comes back out. And you see he's got like a little uh, chest in his arms. Alright, uh, this will be a thousand gold. And then he kind of flicks the lid, sets it down, and like pulls it up just ever so slightly. So you can see he's kind of looking around to make sure there's nobody else watching. And you can see these two little diamonds right on top. And he's like, that should be uh, three thousand worth right there. And then he shuts it and just kind of slides it across to you. We just paid us four? Are we assuming that the diamonds are a thousand apiece? The diamonds are a thousand apiece. No. Okay. Um, so it, am I, am I, I'm like standing at a counter, right? And there's no, like a counter above me? Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna like put a rock in my hand again and go to shake his hand and be like pleasure doing business with you and like palm a rock into his hand again as I take the gold he like takes the rock out of your hand and like looks at it and... alright pleasure doing business with you yeah absolutely I just gotta look at Asriel and be like oh that's 3,000 more gold for something we just got Good job. I hand, I hand, uh, yeah, I'm just going to hand her the two gems and then carry the big box. All right. I mean, should I just add, I was going to add the thousand to the, do we want to divide it or do we want to add it to the party fund? Maybe we divide the, like, 1,000, keep the 2,000, the party fund to maybe divide later if we need it. Well, the diamonds yeah, might be that. useful for, like, a red of the fire or something. We might want to keep those in the party fund. Uh, yeah, what? And if we take 1500 worth and we split that, that's like 250 a person. Right, but we can't really divide a diamond. So I'm thinking we keep the two diamonds that are worth a thousand gold in the party fund in case we need to resurrect or revivify. Because you need diamonds if you want to bring someone back to life. Um, and then if we take the thousand gold, that's like one sixty six point sixty six. Um, so if we just do one sixty six, and the leftover goes in the party fund, so everybody gets one hundred and sixty six gold. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done with it. All right, let's do that. All right. Sorry, we're adding one hundred and sixty six gold to our personals. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the most gold I've ever had in one campaign. We haven't spent it yet. Yeah. It goes away fast. Oh, I'm sure it does. So what's our party fund up to now? Okay, so the party fund is now up to um, 261 gold, um, 45 silver pieces, and 20 copper pieces. However, we have not divided the 17,000 in gems that we've gotten, nor have we sold the 120 worth of gems that we have or the jewelry. Um, so it depends on what we can sell that stuff for as well. Probably not going to make any money for it here. But no, we're gonna probably... sell it in Tovar Deep. That's why, like, yeah. I haven't, I haven't split it out or divided it because it depends on um, what the jewelers in Tovar Deep are actually gonna give us for it. Yeah. Um, so you guys would know that gems are a pretty common form of like currency transaction for like more valuable stuff because you know you can't just give someone like ten thousand gold. That'd be like carts and carts worth of gold. You can get so I a did... single diamond that's worth a thousand gold, and that's a transaction. Carts and cards worth of gold. <laughs> so I did divide it out. So what we could do, if we want to divide out the 1,700 gold that's within gems right now, that um, would be... Oh, I had it. 17,000? Okay, so if we divide that out, it's 2,800 a piece. And then another 200 gold for the party fund. So we could divide that out. And we could just add that to our, our thing. Just We just need to note that it's not in gold, it's in gems. Oh, uh, Reagan? As of right now, I feel like we should just leave it as is. Um, until we have a need for that much money, I guess. I was just saying, so that way we don't forget to divide it out. Um, I mean... Oh, don't worry. We won't let you forget. Because, I mean, we also have the 120 worth of gold of gems that's sitting in the party fund and some jewelry that's worth about, um, what's that, 80 gold plus another 75 gold. So, so we go with that's about 3,000 3, a piece. Yeah, roughly, yeah. So, I don't know, it's up to you guys. I have it down, so it's it, whether you want to add it now or later, it's totally up to you. I'm cool with later, because I'm thinking that um, if that, like, say the materials themselves come in handy later, rather than us transferring it to gold now, who knows? All right. Uh, <clears throat> definitely don't want to change it to gold. Like uh, Liam said, it's Man. light and easy to transfer as a teeny tiny little... Gem instead well, I was of just thinking we could put it like gold. um in our inventories as gems. So like we just realized that we no, have this. Keep, keep it in the inventory as gems. Yeah, so we're not going to divide it out in because we could divide it out like between the six of us. It's just we need to know on our inventory it's gems, not gold. Right. I just no, just leave it, leave it in the party fund for now. We'll we'll divvy it up when we get to deciding to buy our our uh, keep or whatever. Yeah, but with so, with that logistically, who's carrying it? Oh, we just everyone's kind of spread it across themselves. Yeah, or just do, we don't have a bag of holding, do we? 
I've got the handy haversack of holding. Okay, that's where it is. Which isn't uh, as big as a bag of holding, but it, it can hold gems and stuff. Yeah, so 50 coins weighs a pound, so a thousand gold would weigh 20 pounds. And you guys have gotten, you know, probably hundreds of pounds worth of gold at this point that you're not wanting to just cart around. All about the gains. All right. You're saying like uh, 50 pounds in one hand, 50 in the other? Uh, I think this is a spot, so as you guys are kind of getting ready to depart from your vessel for the last time, taking, uh, whatever, Ted, the the pony. Yes. uh, Travel with Protost. uh, Cairnbor. I think this is where we will, we'll take a quick break right here, because i got to set some stuff up. We're about, yeah, we're about two and a half hours in. I actually have to basically head out. I gotta go cook dinner. Cereal. Okay. Uh, do we need to roleplay the the um, transaction with the delivering the, the um, armor and stuff? Or do we say we get a, a chit from the quartermaster um Receipt for goods delivered. Uh, I mean, if you want to roleplay it, he would not give you a chip for it. He is he was going to wait until he has the paperwork for you guys to cross the bridge. So, um, would he give us something that says that we have the armor? Or I we could, I guess we could I just show it to him. Would be, he, he, uh, he wouldn't want the armor until he can make the transaction. So, he doesn't even want it from you until he can give you the... Can we show it to him so he knows we're not lying? And then... And then we'll take it with us. Well, now now I'm I'm confused. I thought we had uh, said that we we'd give him the armor which he needs. He would give us a receipt saying we gave it to him. He did not say that. And he, no, no. Well, that's really confusing. He's going then, to because trade why? the armor for paperwork saying you can cross the bridge, and he doesn't want the armor until he knows he can get you the paperwork. Yeah, okay. I need to go to the bathroom. Alright. Hey, Snow, will you take over Briar for me? I'll do my best. Okay, thanks. Bye, guys. Mm -hmm.
All right, welcome back, everybody. So, you are from Departing from Canny Tour. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to do before you make the trek? So, did we take um, another long rest after the day I was drunk? Yes, there was there was a, a, a long rest last night, which was when you were drunk. And we're we're recovered. I would like, I mean, now that I have the money, to spend time before that. Um, Trying to copy a spell into my book. Uh, is it, are you saying this is something you would have done during the long rest? Uh, yeah, like while we were at the boat, because it's two hours per spell level, but halved if it's a necromancy spell, and I planned on trying to use um, animate dead, I guess. Yep, um, you, you would have been able to do that during the rest. Okay, so if I'm doing this math right, it would have taken me three hours and 75 gold pieces. Because it's 50 gold pieces per spell level, it's three levels halved. Sure. Um, it also would have... Uh, it, it... I believe it costs fancy ink. I'm pretty sure. But I gotta check. Yeah, oh, ink, fancy ink right. and parchment. Didn't you pick that up when we were... Or I were mean, you trying to pick it up and unsuccessful when we were in, um, Northern Ren? Sorry, go ahead. Did you? Did, I thought yeah. you had. At least you had tried. I don't know if you actually did try to pick up that ink when we were in Northern End. Is that a no? Yeah, yeah. That was that was uh, something that that you were doing, and and Onox uh, was pranking you by uh, buying some nice parchment for you. Yeah. I, I, I do remember you looking for it. I don't know if you were successful, but I know you were trying to buy it. 
Did you write it down in your sheet? Because I definitely don't remember that. Are you talking about the fancy ink thing? Yeah, because I know you were looking for some. I don't know if you were successful when you when we were in Northern Red before we left with Casimir. I thought you were trying to buy some. Can't hear you, Azrael. Can you not hear me right now? I can hear you. Oh, well, I guess it's just me then. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I just refreshed. Okay. When we were in Northern Ren, so when when Casimir gave us a bunch of gold, right? We went and bought some stuff. Um, and I know you had what, what I recorded was that um, Casimir provides the party with a hundred gold to provi- provision the journey. Onyx and Demeter go shopping for potions and weaponry. Azrael. Briar, Javid, and Snow guard Casimir. Onox sells the spears and spear tips collected at the crash of the airship to the armorer. At the herbalists, Demetari doesn't find potions, but they have some components. Also at the market, Demetari buys parchment and charcoal. Onox slips away, finds the scriveners, and buys map scrolls for Demetari. They also buy medical supplies. So I thought you had gotten the fancy ink then, but maybe not. So I bought the parchment and um, stuff like incense and stuff for my fine familiar spell, and I think I bought ink. Like I, I have ink. I just, I guess I don't. I, I didn't specify fancy ink. So I'm looking online to try to figure out where it says that, and so far I haven't found it. if you were able to acquire the ink and whatnot. So it says find ink, find inks to record it. So, um... Additionally, you guys are all going to need to refresh your games. Uh, your, your BTTs. I had to reset the server for some updates. Okay, so then I'll just say that I don't have find inks and that'll be on my to-do list just to make it easier. And we should be, Liam, we should be looking at the splash page, right? Correct. See, most of you have refreshed. All right. Uh, Before we leave town, can we um, just drop by 
um, the quartermaster to show him that we're legit, that we have the weapons, and also show him our letter of recommendation and a letter of sincere thanks from the northern end mayor, just so that we are not riffraff. We are actually good people. The uh, good people is a very uh, it's kind of uh, loose and nebulous term, uh, but I I don't want to haul around a whole squadron's worth of arms and armor. Uh, well, where are we going to keep it? The boat's gone. We're, we're going to give it to the quartermaster. The quartermaster uh, needs it. We don't need it. We need a, a receipt from him saying that we've given him the the arms and armor. I mean, I, I mean, we could just put it on Ted and then just, you know, uh, bring Ted with us. Ted. We have Ted and Jabadiah. We have two we horses. Do, we do. They're pack animals. And and 20 sets of, of armor. That's that's a lot to be hauling around on on a pony and, and dear sweet uh, Jebediah. Uh, uh, you know, some somebody with with uh, more persuasive sense than I uh, talked the quartermaster in, into just taking the stuff, give us the receipt, saying we've given him the stuff, and then the, the, our transaction with him can be resumed later without our having to haul around twenty sets of chainmail. All right, uh, uh, I'm I'm not persuasive, but I'll try. Um, you know, look. I care about Tovar Deep. It, it's my home, and you know that these soldiers—they need armor. They don't need armor tomorrow. They need armor today. So if we give it to you today, you can get it to the soldiers who can then, you know, go out and fight. So you should take it today. Just give us something that says that we gave it to you. All right, uh, whatever. And he kind of drafts up a little document really quickly, detailing exactly what you've given him. And the uh, status. All right, I'll remove it from the party fund. So, so I should just say a read that says we gave it. You should say you should you should add into your your like ledger that you have a receipt for uh, arms and armor. Okay. For I would say receipt for arms and armor from uh, the Torvir Deep Guard. After you guys have finished turning over all of these goods to them, you, like the, the guards are like picking through these items, and, and you as you're leaving, you can hear the quartermaster's like, "Hey, sit that down! I'm not done inventorying yet." And like the the guys are like picking up stuff and inspecting. Uh, as you are leaving town, Keth just kind of, "I'm gonna wait for you here. I'll uh, be be here when you return." Uh, probably set up in the uh, the tavern we spent the other night, uh, the uh, Deep Orc Tavern. So. Yes. When we when we come back to town, we will look for you there, and you'll be able to join us when we cross 
the river. Excellent. I appreciate it. You've done me many services. Well, you, you have d pulled your weight. And uh, if, uh, if you're ever in, in uh, need of a party, we, we welcome you to join us. All right. Yeah. Men with so, a sword. As you are leaving, uh, leaving town, what is your marching order? I'm next to Protos, wherever he's at. Okay. He would probably be in the front. He is quite large. He technically counts as large. Right. And since uh, since he knows the way and wants to to lead, I'll uh, I'll hang to the rear, and uh, Snow and I can chat. Yeah, I'm staying back, dude. As per usual. Um, I'll probably be towards the middle, hanging out, chatting, bullshitting with Briar and Azrael. No, I'm serious. Dwarves really like me. Yeah, yeah, okay. Man, we should have we should have seen if there was a bag of holding before we left. Alright. You depart from Canny Tor, and as you guys are leaving town and of heading through one of the, the these like little cart tracks out of it, uh you you have to fight your way almost past uh, this like little blockade. Like at this corner here, there's like wooden carts and pallets and other things, and just this little like wall. There's a few guards standing here, and very they're they're very curious and, and concerned about what you're doing, but they allow you to pass, and you just leave the this like kind of small town. It's like a, a checkpoint on the way out of town? Pretty much. There's probably about five or six guards here. And, and like, the, the way that Protos has led you out is, like, you can tell it's, like, a smaller avenue. As you guys are doing, you can see that there are other, like, um, street intersections that are just boarded up. Like, there's no passage there. They've, like, uh, spent a great deal of time and, and effort to, to make sure that there's only like there's little little funnels into this town As like you, they're definitely preparing for uh for the worst sorry as we went yeah no that's you're right um and wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if we see uh, a heavy military presence on the road as, as long as as well as uh, streams of refugees heading opposite us. If they haven't oh, uh, be fun. left already. All right, yeah, little little. Um, cart track like this, we're likely to get bumped off by uh, bumped off the, the track by streams of 
refugees coming in. Um. As you know, a little while later, that the like uh, the town kind of recedes out out of view. Uh, you've entered this kind of like shrubland almost. Uh, very like sparse, sparse, I should say, sparse grass. Mm. Uh, rolling, gentle hills. Uh, it's very like Midwestern is the the vibe it would give you. These kind of plains. All as you're traveling, yes, there are groups of. of uh, villagers and refugees that are kind of traveling the other direction. Most of them are literally carrying these huge packs on their back of, of all of their earthly possessions. Uh, one are they group, mostly human? Uh, there are a few other. You can see some elves, um, humans, a few dwarves. But yes, mostly human, I believe. Then yeah, there'd be a few gnomes and, and a couple of other random things kind of here. Um, but as you're traveling, you see this like trio of villagers after you've been traveling for about two hours. So you can tell that you're getting a little closer to this village. There's a trio of humans that stops in front of you. And this kind of old man is like, you're, you're going the wrong way. <sighs> They're right there. I'm telling you, you're going the wrong way. And he's looking like right into mm -hmm. to Onyx's face. Who's right there, old timer? The enemy, the, the, the other army. They're right there. They must have gone around or something. There's a, uh, I don't know. Uh, there was, um, there was the other troops. The dwarves went past, what was it, two days ago? Two day, day and a half ago? But the soldiers are in the village now. Oh, it's horrible. Everybody's dead. Anyway, good luck. <laughs> Can I do an insight check? Is this like a crazy old man, or is this like like legit that his town is dead? Uh, I'm making it. All right. But bye. And then I just look at Protos. Is that is uh, that where we're going? You can tell that. The, I mean, he's he is a little bit nutty, but he is not lying. Protoss mm -hmm. just kind of grumbles and maybe we should see for ourselves, not go off the word of that fellow. And you can see him like scurrying away and like the, the two people that are following him just like look back at you guys and then keep going with him. Yeah, I think it's going to be worth our time to look, investigate it. Maybe that's where your friend went. That is possible. We'll, uh, we'll keep going. We should uh, probably keep a sharper eye, and um, especially at the skies. Maybe yeah, we then. want to go quietly and trying not to be seen from the skies. Um, there is not much cover, and he kind of I gestures mean... around. There's like no, there's like small shrubs, small bushes, but there's like there aren't trees. 
there's tracks of people though, right? Like we're not out in an open field. We're like, you know, in the middle of a group of people, right? I mean, your party is there, but there's not really anybody else to be seen. Oh, I thought there were like people coming in the other direction. Like every once in a while, but not, not a, a steady stream of them. I mean, uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I mean, we can just be careful, you know, keep an eye out, and if it looks dangerous, and, turn back. And we have, we have heard of, um, I think it was uh, Wyvern Riders. So, and sharp eye to the sky. Indeed. The Draconians of Austrinium can be quite deadly and very unforgiving. Uh, so, who, whoever's keeping an eye out, go ahead and give me a perception. I'm having absolute garbage rolls today. Yeah, I don't know why RN Jesus is mad at me today. Yeah. Maybe we just need to refresh our pages. Uh oh. <laughs> Wanda is not having a good day. No, Wanda's not paying attention. I mean, she she's she's not used to the sun, right? Like she's distracted by Briar's wings. Yeah. Yeah, they are a different color. And very shiny. Super shiny. <laughs> and from a distance, she looks like a bug to eat. Delicious. <laughs> As we know, birds love Briar. <laughs> All right. A few minutes later, maybe 20 or so, after the, the kooky old man departs, Javid, kind of ahead, you suddenly hear... All right, correction. Oh. Javid, you suddenly see ahead of you kind of like stumbling down the road in the opposite direction. This like middle-aged woman, dark hair, streaks of gray running through it. She's clutching at her gut and you can see that there's like a little bit of like blood coming down it. Her dress is, is stained red. She's just kind of stumbling down the road toward. <clears throat> I will alert the um rest of the group if they've not already seen her themselves and uh, say this could be a, a victim or it <clears throat> could be a ruse sharp eye out everyone what do you mean a ruse she's clearly injured uh, yep that's what it clearly looks like does she look you know fire gianty hmm You know, she looks like a human. It's it's a woman. She's not holding any weapons or wearing any armor. Um, does it look like real blood? Does. Uh, does look like real blood. She's dying. Somebody. I. I. Okay. I, so, 
I do a I do have a healer's kit, so I, I can go up to her and grab some herbs out of that and like kind of stabilize her. Okay. Go ahead and give me a medicine check. With the healer's kit, I don't need one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you're stabilizing her, but just go ahead and do a medicine check so you can like assess the wounds and um, and do whatever. I'll come with you. Hey, sorry, my dog was being a shit. What I miss? Uh, There's a bleeding out. Yeah, woman, bleeding out. We're helping her. Oh, okay. So, if I'm helping Azrael, would she be able to get advantage? Sure, go ahead and roll with advantage. Amen. I'll uh, draw and string my bow, draw an arrow, knock it, keep an eye out, ahead, above, behind. Can we tell, like, you know, what's... So ask her. Ask like her what's going the, on. What happened? Right right now I'm trying to, like, have her not die. All right. Can she pass at the same time? So, you, like, you get close <laughs> to her and you, like, you kind of, like, manhandle her wound a little bit. You're, like, peeling back little bits of, of the cloth. And she kind of, like, freezes for a second. Javid, you notice... This, like, stirring over the side of the, like, the hill, kind of off to your right. And then the woman just, like, grows and, like, the cloth kind of falls away. Her skin expands, scales form, and she just, like, expands into this huge scaly dragon creature. Wings I unfurl. All right, everyone roll for initiative. Just I stab her? Yeah! <laughs> you wouldn't? I'm just looking up. This, this Whoa! This this <laughs> Clearly not on the up and up. It's like, you don't uh, know. Some dragons are fucking good peoples. It's like also, Thor and Loki. Questions. What color is it? How'd you do wow. that? Wow! Why does that... Oh! Ooh, disregard. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, Anox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, refresh your page. I just refreshed mine and then my first roll was pretty good. Yeah, I don't... This thing just hates me. You gotta change your dice. Your, your D&D dice? I change them every time we play. <laughs> How do you change them? Well, that's your problem. You haven't gotten loyalty for many of them. Mm-hmm. So what color is she, though? Um... She, well, it's not a she anymore. It's now dead. Uh, Dragons have gender. Are we about to have this conversation? This is what it looks like. I could totally be a girl. I'm just saying. Sure. They are nondescript. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
Your female dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course you're a female dragon. Your eyes, they're beautiful. I attempt to charm the dragon before Azrael stabs her. <laughs> I actually decided I'm going to do um, inflict wounds because my hand's right on her anyway, so it's just like... Alright, I'm missing a bunch of rolls from people. I don't have a roll from honor. I don't have a roll from... Do you want to try to roll for Briar? I mean, I'll just roll for Briar, it's fine. There you go. Now, I know what you did there, Onox. Prove it. You can't. Alright. So, technically, as the soldiers, uh, the enemy soldiers had some pretty solid stealth rolls, uh, the only person who gets to act on this round of combat is Javid. All right. <clears throat> uh, and I'm, I'm, I would say I'm 90% sure he's going to go for it. With like a 28 initiative? No way. When, do, when does Javid not go first? Okay. Javid, it is thine turn. All right. Um, well, as it is our policy to shoot first and ask questions later, I will shout yeah. out in, in a draconic, you don't want any part of us. We're just passing through. We are not enemy combatants. Let us pass. These and are, I will. These are Russian soldiers. They're here to commit war crimes. Thank you very much. Hmm. Okay. Not a war crime the first time. And um, <clears throat> so they seem to um, not uh, concern themselves in the least when uh, they hear me shouting in, in draconic at them. <clears throat> I just, then uh, I displayed more characters than I was supposed to. You can only see four of them. The large dragon in front of you, and then three soldiers that have, like, popped their heads over. Uh, Are they, like, behind rocks and stuff? Uh, two of them, off to your right and left, were, like, over the hill, like, hiding behind, like, a bush. Uh, and then there's one that's kind of, yeah, it was, like, behind a rock or something. Alright. Well, um... We can see how this plays out so um do i see cover within say 45 feet of me or so you could make a perception check and look for cover Hmm. Shoot the dragon. Is that, uh, <clears throat> that seems to be my action then, if I would 
look for cover? Twould be. Twould be then. <clears throat> yeah. Well. As um, far as you can tell, that there's not there's not really like there's not anything that would function well as cover around here. You know, it's it's like it's a except, little except what they're they're already using. They're the ones that are hiding and yeah. where they're popping from. The, so the they've two, they've already claimed all the popping out places. The two to your right and left were like lying prone, just like over the edge of the little hill. So mm-hmm. that's that was the extent of their cover. So I suppose you could do that. Sure. Um. All right. Well, um, I'm going to um, back up a little ways in case somebody gets um, can't move. Gets funny with um, AOE, and then I'm going to um, shoot that guy. Which one, the big one? Uh, no. Um, one of the soldiers. It is the large dragon draconian, and then it is three human soldiers. Uh. Which ones do we see? I'm seeing five. You should not be able to see five. You should be able to see four. So I see this guy, this guy, this guy. Yeah, I don't see guy. two of the ones that you were pointing out. Yeah, you're pointing, and this at, guy. You're pointing at empty space on my screen. All right. Um, so I'm probably needing... A refresh because I'm seeing things that aren't there. And uh, thank you, Forge, for showing me things that aren't. At least you saw the boat. Okay. Got it. All right. All that right, so guy. Just, all right, shooting at that guy. Got it. Go ahead and roll for. Oh, he is currently prone, so you do have disadvantage on the attack. All right. Well. Go ahead and roll again. Rolling. All right. <laughs> you fire right. an arrow like. Over his head, he shrinks down a little bit. You can see him, like, starting to stand up and, like, withdraw his long sword. All right. Uh, is there one of them that is not prone? That one. But that one, I will say, is behind a rock. So he has partial cover. That's fine. I don't care about that. We need to have a discussion about cover, DM. Especially with the sharpshooter feet. Uh, so, in fact, I'm going to use my sharpshooter feet. Um, 
to take a minus five for a plus six damage. 21 to hit. That hits. All right. And um, that's a 16 plus. Uh, come here to me. Dread Ambusher. Nineteen damage. You just sink the shot right to his shoulder. He's still standing, but just barely. Alright, then I will take my third shot. At the same guy, also with uh, Sharpshooter. Alright. Minus, minus 5 to hit, hits. plus 10. Just like, from behind the rock, he just collapses into the road. And, uh, let's see, I did 25. I'm going to um, drop prone myself. Uh, you know what? I'm going to finish my movement, which takes me. I'm going to go. Okay. And drop prone. Who can play at this game? The first one sprints towards, actually, yeah. I'm gonna put them right there. They sprint towards their leader and kind of flanking on either side of them, placing their shields between you and them, forming a little kind of shield wall almost. The leader kind of chuckles in a deep voice and <laughs> You shouldn't have left the safety of your little bit. You see kind of like standing on, on either hillside, just like <laughs> appearing, the invisibility vanishing them. These two kind of menacing looking draconian Do we know if the fire giants work with draconians? Is that is that a known thing? Um that's the known thing. Yeah. One of them begins casting a spell. Um, you don't have counterspell yet, right, Demetari? 
Okay. No, no reaction while she's surprised. Well, it's after her turn, so she would have the re the reaction. I have to look at the rules. All right. <laughs> hey, kind of points at the leading draconian and says a, a couple words whispering to himself and you guys watch as the leader grows even larger actually don't know how to i'm not seeing myself in the round is that just me did you roll for initiative i'm not either I did. Um, it's showing up on my end of things and four. Were you... Alright, well there you are. You're in the initiative now. You gotta click on your token. If you roll and you haven't clicked your token, then it, it, doesn't, it doesn't exist. Well, I this, this probably won't be the last time this happens. Okay. Oh, yeah. I am trying to figure out how the heck to make that token. Can you put on another token? <laughs> like just switch out the token? Nope. Oh. Oh. Alright, now he's huge. <clears throat> Alright. And he is going to start. Oh, and the other one's going to attack too. Alright, the other one is going to Necrotic Ray at... Snow. The hell did I do? You look squishy. <laughs> You're all fluffy and clean. He just kind of like... Hurls these like green blasts of energy towards you. One of them catches you in the chest, and you take nine necrotic damage. Jesus. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Ah. The draconian dreadnought. Now that he is huge, <laughs> he just like sword just starts swiping down towards those of you in front of him. Hey, can I see that guy that shot me? Yeah. Alright, sweet. Two quick swipes with his serrated blades, and then he kind of twirls around, and his tail has these like <laughs> spikes attached to the end of it, and it <clears throat> catches you in the gut, Demetari. Uh, so one of the attacks is against Azriel. Your AC is 18, correct? That's correct. All right. It just <laughs> slashes through you, and it would be for uh, 13 slashing damage. The other one misses against Emitari, and then the tail does connect for uh, seven bludgeoning damage. So this is both for Azrael? Uh, there was one against Azrael, and there was one against you. So, you so I'm, I'm the seven? Yes. 
Back at the top, Javid, it's your turn. All right, uh, which was the uh, the one that, that um, cast a necrotic spell? Target that one. And again, using Sharpshooter or minus five to hit and plus ten to damage. Okay, that hits. Um, I stood up to do that, and I will drop prone again. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. So, 20 damage? 20 damage. Alright. <laughs> glances off of his armor, he kind of <laughs> at you and notices you, Jibby. No, I hope he would. <laughs> As Witness Mary. It is your turn. Right. Well, my hand is still on the dragon, so I'm going to do um, inflict wounds and I'm going to use my inspiration to do it at advantage. Alright. Shit damage. Alright, then I'm gonna do uh, my use a key point and do Fury of Blows. Alright. And I'll use my second blow for healing. So I'll get back. So she takes a total of 15, 10, so it's 25. Uh, plus six is 31, and I get six healing back. Nice. Alright, you just like palm him, and like this necrotic energy runs up. Let's out a snarl, and he's focusing on you. Devatari, it's your turn. Okay, I am going to cast um, Toll the Dead on him. Wait, I just realized I don't think the first healing Fury of Blows hit. The first Flurry of Blows did not. So only the Inflict Wounds would have hit him. Okay. I don't think I rolled for the second attack, though. I, don't, I only see one flurry blow strike. And you said your second one was a hand of healing. Hand of healing, yeah. Okay. But it just means that it's, it's still an attack, it's just I take that healing. <laughs> so I rolled for the damage, not the attack. Gotcha. So she would have taken the 6 plus the 15. Sorry. I just wanted to get it straight. 
And before I cast, um, I want to shout at the dragon um, in his mind, because I don't know like what language he speaks really. Um, like, why do this when we were trying to help you? What is your motive? And like, I'm angry because he freaking tr hit me and, you know, casting Toll the Dead. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to Misty Step away. I can't move my token. Got it. Is that the end of your turn? You yes. note that the draconian is not affected by your Hold the dead. Or at least it appears to be so. Okay. Alright. Snow, it is your turn. Alright, the uh, one with the purple dot is the one that hit me, right? Yep. Alright, I'm gonna insightful fighting him. Shoot my bow at him. That's a deception check on his part. Yes. He is hard to read. He is uh, very difficult to, to get a grasp of, but that does hit. The sneak attack would only be if you had advantage on the roll, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So it'd just be six. Yeah. Right. This time. But it does hit. You just, like, kind of, like, graze his thigh. He lets out another snarl. <laughs> and that And there's no cover around, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stay that way. That's the end of my turn. steps forward and like drops this like great axe he had slung across his back down 
the draconian just kind of raises it to one side and kind of hisses at I will feast on your flesh is what the uh is <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna step up holding out my long sword and reaching into my shadow, pulling out the shadow blade, and I'm gonna give him the what for. Uh, the little guy, sorry, not the big guy, the side soldier. That hits. Just go cleave into him. He's still standing, but just. Yeah, that's my turn. This one's... Ah, oh shit. Okay, hold on. That one's gonna go right there. And he's gonna flank with... Two quick swipes with the longsword. One of them connects for 11 damage. Two group swipes at Honor. Both of which miss. Easily, I should say. One of the Draconians is going to target on They're kind of moving back. The other one is going to target Demetari. Hurling these blasts of necrotic energy down towards you. Uh, one of them hits you, Onyx, for 17 necrotic damage as it just like. Uh, what's that get your AC2? 22. Still hits. The other one fires a beam towards Demetari. Uh, what's your AC, Demetari? Twelve. Okay. One of the beams connects for ten necrotic damage.
That shit hurt. With that. Briars. Right. I mean, I think she's gonna go for the big baddie, right? No, I think. I oh think, no, um, she'll probably go. I think, yeah, I think she'll go for that guy. I think flank she would. Um, yeah, she'll no flank. Guy. Move she'll him the right. flank. I, I oh. can't move her. She would be flanking, so she'd get advantage. I don't know if she's flanking in that position or not. I I can't control her token. Sure, she'll flank. She can teleport. Uh. As a bonus action. No, I was trying to roll the... I roll the two for her. So, uh, she can now teleport as a bonus. Okay. Nice. Uh, and she's going to go ahead and attack with her battle. Hell yeah. And then she can attack twice. She is free. Alright, the second one does hit though. Four. Uh, ten damage. Where's the toggle for raging on her thumb? Um, it should be... I always put it, at least for my, um... Sneak attack damage, it's on the actual app itself. Okay. Either way. We know that she's raging, she gets a plus two. So she hit the guy. Woo! Alright. Whack. Uh, do you guys want her to teleport anyway? Mm -hmm. How hurt I mean, is the guy that. I think she should stay there because that way then, you know, she's flanking. Yeah. Probably be the smart thing to do. You want to teleport her so she's flanking with the uh, giant guy? Well, no. I mean, I'm saying if she stays there, Azrael gets advantage of the flanking. Oh, okay. Azrael's going to come up pretty soon. The Draconian Dread is going to focus on the one that actually hit him. And he's flanking. The first attack, 13 slashing damage. <laughs> Connects. The second attack, with his tail, is going to be for six bludgeoning damage. Oh, actually, sorry, I'm not rolling the. 
That would be 13 plus 6 plus 6, so 25 damage. Yeah, she's down at 25. Got it. The 6 would have been fine, the 25, no. <laughs> Got it. Alright. For his third attack, he's going to turn towards Protos and just sink the blade into him. And that is a critical hit. Jesus Christ. Not a lot of damage, though. Not as much as it could have been. That is 23 damage. Again. Protoss has a lot of hit points. Javid, it's your turn. Azriel falls unconscious under the the absolute hail of blows. Also, just so you know. Sorry, I muted myself. Yes, thank you. Um, I'll stand up and uh, shout in, in Draconic. Your mothers are going to weep over your graves. And I'm going to um, shoot uh, the guy that I'm um, firing at earlier. Um, okay. Again with... Um, Sharpshooter, uh, minus 5 to AC, plus 10 to damage, nuts. Uh, we'll try it again. And this time, I think without the uh, sharpshooter, we're just going to try to get some damage in. That does hit. Oh, and that would have been good to do a sharpshooter on. So 11. Anyway, yeah. 11 damage. Right. Catches him in the shoulder. He kind of, like, drops to one knee for a second and, and like, uses his, his trident to kind of lift himself back up. And I'm going to move so I can get up uh, closer to Azrael and... Help her out. That's my turn. Alright. Azrael, make a death saving throw. Phew. One success. I imagine that Azrael spends a lot of time going back and forth between <laughs> death and life. Like, that's just kind of her thing. Yeah, it's sort of digs on it a little bit, don't and you think? Really all she's done is fall down and close her eyes. She doesn't look any different from how she normally is. She's taking a nap. It's, you know, it's very tiring. Yeah. Alright. Dimitari. As, as you do in the middle of combat. 
All right, so seeing that Azrael is down, I am going to cast Wither and Bloom, allowing her to recover some hit die. I would like to pinpoint it in that square below her. Right there, which should cover this guy and this guy and obvious. 10 feet. Mm -hmm. You mad about that? <laughs> that will cover those squares. It get the dragon and the guy next to me. All right, I guess. Well, yeah, that's well. You could do that. No, no, I'll uh, like. I guess in my head, like, I'm getting 10 here, 10 there. Oh, but I understand. I'm doing the diameter, not the full... Or the, the radius, not the not the diameter. Okay, I got it. Um, yeah, I... Well, that would technically touch on all of them, right? That circle? That would touch... Yeah, it that, didn't, it didn't... that would touch Protos, Asriel, <laughs> the uh, Draconian Dragon, and then Ana. So you can move that here, and you could touch uh, the other square. Basically, you have to pick between, pick who you want. Which do you want the, do you want the one, the soldier that's standing next to Azrael, or do you want the other soldier? Uh, the one by Azrael. Okay. Got it. Go ahead and roll it. Nice. Not mad? <laughs> so do I heal the the damage or is it some percentage of it? So you roll an unspent One. hit die? Yep. And then you get that number plus my spell modifier, which is five. So, eleven? Yes. The soldier that was standing over you, uh, Azrael, as you awake, you watch him just poof, collapse next to you the like necrotic energy siphoned out of him into you yeah I, I i'm still laying on the ground but i kind of just like look over to Demitar and i'm like you saved me the big one sitting I... over you goes not for much longer i'm gonna flip him off even though he probably can't see me um i should be getting grim harvest from that as well Oh, that is a necromancy spell. Nice. Yep, so six hit points. Nice. Alright. Snow, it is thine turn. Alright, I'm gonna hit the one that hit me again.
six damage. Gonna be sixteen since I have advantage. Uh, how'd you get advantage? Oh, you just not moving. I didn't move. Got it, got it. Yeah. Well, either way, it just catches him right in the chest, and he drops. That's how I'm going to do this one. That would be my turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a hmm. He's going to try to whack the big guy. Good move, Protoss. Uh, he's going to recklessly attack, so he's giving himself advantage. That does hit. That is a horrible roll. My god, that is a bad roll. Alright. Uh, he <laughs> dealt eight damage to the big guy with a critical... Not the critical hit, but with a, with a successful hit. So he, like, <laughs> drives the, the great axe and kind of, like, pushes through the, like, the attempt by the dreadnought to deflect it and just, like, Puts a cut into his pack. Uh, but attacks against, fester, you know. attacks against him do have advantage until the end of the next turn. Onyx is your <clears throat> Shoot, yeah, brother. Alright. I'm going to... Are you moving around the soldier? Yeah, staying in his range. Alright, you're leaving. Okay. To do that, you would leave the Draconian Dreadnought's range. Alright, well, I'll hit the soldier first with my longsword. Okay. Got it. The Shadow Blade or the longsword? Longsword. That hits roll damage. That's obviously one handed. Still, he dies, though. <laughs> Cleave through the soldiers. Then I'm gonna move behind Big Boy. I'm gonna hit him with the Shadow Blade as a bonus action. Okay. That hits. And I'm going to action surge, and I'm going to hit him with the Shadow Blade again. Don't you get to attack twice with your action surge? Because it's just another action, so you can attack twice again, right? I only have one attack. Oh, okay. Got it. Go ahead and roll for your second attack. That hits. Roll damage. So 16. That would be 
Well, go ahead and roll two more d8. Oh, that's right. That's right. You might do more damage. You never know. There you go. See? There you go. There you go. He is not looking well. All the soldiers are dead. Alright, the last mage. is going to He's going to necrotic ray at Onyx Twice. Shield, just putting it out there. <laughs> One of them connects. And it is a critical hit. Oh. 22 necrotic damage. Neat, I'm down. I had 21 hit points left. Oh. think she would attack the big guy or would she do something else big guy big guy yeah, yeah. she could get some flanking with port to the other side yeah go to the other side and she's going to attack the She crits him. The uh, raging. She's gonna go for the biggest target out there. One of them misses, but the one that matters lands. She rolls a twenty-eight, and that is holy shit. Well, I mean that's just what a crit is. She has a plus eight. Uh, that would be. Oh, I thought that was damage. No, uh, it would have been fifteen damage. If it was 28 what? damage, I would have thrown up. Nope. <laughs> she could have done... Right? If she had landed the second hit, she would have done 28 damage. Literally. The second hit, she rolled a 15 for her damage. So it would have landed. She actually dealt less damage because of the bad rolls on the crit. So it was 13. It would have been 17 on the, the other one. So yeah, it would have been literally 30 damage if she landed. Well, she was a little distracted because she got to the other side and she didn't realize Onyx was down and then she sees his body and then, like, and just wasn't able to hit as hard. Alright. She just, like, <laughs> cleaves down the back. The giant draconian just lets out a growl. And then, all of you standing in front of him, I need all of you to make a dex saving throw. Onyx, you are fail. From... Uh, anyone within 10. Oh, okay. So it's Azriel and Ana. And Protoss. So is that just one failure or two?
Uh, hold on, I, I have to, I gotta look at the rules for taking damage while you're down. I thought if it's a so if it's a crit, it's two, right? And then all crit like if like if he someone had attacked him with a sword, that would count as a crit, and that's two. It's not a crit because it's you can't crit on this kind of an effect. So then it'd be like one. Yeah, any damage is a fail. Okay, yeah, so you have taken damage while at zero hit points, and it is a death saving throw fail. It is not a critical. So what is coming out of him right now? You watch as his skin like splits apart and this giant inferno erupts forth. His body just explodes in front of you. Uh, all of you take 11 fire damage. Are you kidding me? You down again? <laughs> that was my hit point, so I'm at zero now. <laughs> yeah, he exploded. Is this a known thing? Like, do, do Draconics <laughs> normally, like, explode upon, like, dying? I would be surprised if you've ever fought a Draconian before. Well, I'm sure there's legends about Draconians. They use a lot of fire, sure. But this is... <laughs> I don't know that you've ever seen one just fucking self-destruct. Yeah, what's that got a bomb in his belly? Alright, Javid, it is... All right, I will shout at the one standing. There's just one, right? Uh, Correct. And yeah, and he's not concentrating on us. That guy. Yeah. Um, oh wait, Demitar, throw down. Hold on. What? Demitar, you are within ten feet. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, now ten feet bigger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Six inches. He's he's a huge. So ten feet is bigger when you're huge. He is big as fuck. You know. All right, you take eleven. He just fucking explodes, and like all of you are singed at least. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta roll for him for Brian. Nah, she's fine. Yeah, she's totally good. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she has advantage, so she rolled a nat 20, so she is fine. She just completely avoids it, because... I imagine she flies up and is just like... She just kind of, like, turns, right. and, like, her little, like, I don't know, like, beetle carapace, it just, like, is <laughs> deflected around it. Uh, right, yeah, a quick little tuck the wings in, and whoosh, the flame goes right around. Yeah. She's just clean now, so the fire just rolls off of her. <laughs> Yeah, she got the wax version as well. <laughs> the wax, the wing wax. Alright. it is your turn. There is one enemy right. remaining. Alright, I'm I'm going to shout in draconic to the uh, the one and say Stay drop your weapons, stay where you are, and you can walk away from this. Otherwise, like your the rest of you, your uh, party, you die. And I will Hold 
my action while I go. Let's see. Who's down? Uh, Azrael's down. And Onyx uh, is down. I'm gonna I'm gonna move over to. Um, uh, Azrael and let me see. Uh, that isn't action. So, um, yeah. Um, I'll I'll do uh, cure wounds. That's right, you get four hit points back. You're awake, again. Awesome. And I just barely, go back and forth. You're barely awake long enough to watch the giant draconian in front of you explode and put you to sleep again. Alright, I believe that's the end of your turn, uh, Javid. So, Azrael, yep. it's your turn. Uh, Alright, I'm going to stand up. I notice that Onyx is crumpled to the ground. Um, I'm not sure exactly what took him down, but I'm going to do um, Revenivai Key, and, which is basically a healing word, and get him up. So Onyx up with eight, eight hit points. Um, I'm just, let's see, how far away is he? I need to be within 20. Can I do that? Yeah. I'm going to go here, and I'm going to throw a knife at this guy. Do you have 70 feet of oh. movement? 70? Because you've just moved that's, 35. That's, yeah, that's 35 feet. I have 45 feet of movement. Whoa. It's half you, you got up, right? So... If you have 35 feet, you would have spent, you know, 15, yeah. 15 to get up, and then... Okay, so 15, I'm, you know what, I'll just do, uh, hold the dead on that guy. That's 60. He's not missing hit points, right? Correct. No one has attacked. There you go. Behind, um, Javid. Just, just, just kind of walk around, you know. I promised we'd, we'd let him live if, if he threw down his weapons. He I didn't fail. hear that. No, you were down. I understand. No, I wouldn't know that. I'm, I'm letting you know. <laughs> yeah, but right, I kind of already that. like cast the spell. It's like, oh. All right. I'm sure it'll be fine. Is that the end of your turn, Asriel? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I just look at Javid and like shrug my shoulders and like, uh. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll have a talk later about sucking life for us. <laughs> okay, hearing Javid, I am just gonna use my action to mind link and ask if he surrenders. And I'm waiting for a response. Oh, he surrenders, all right. Um, okay, he needs to tell me that, but not in that tone. <laughs> all right, uh, are you readying an action to do something? Well, my action is that. Um, 
I think it would be a free action to shout out to everyone. Well, in order for him to get a response, it's an action um, on my my part. But I assume I would have a free action to like shout out to the party what what to do, right? Like, if he says, no, I don't surrender, then I'm going to be like, kill him! And if he says, yeah, I surrender, then I'm going to be like, don't kill him! Okay, so you're using your action to speak telepathically with him. Yes. Okay. Uh, pro... What does Snow do? He's going to move right there, make sure his buddy is alright. He is going to use his action to Onyx to his feet. Well, are you alright? <laughs> I've been better, but we got him. Wait, so did that guy reply? He said, Oh, I'll surrender, alright. <laughs> I don't like his tone. I don't I don't either. Like, guys, he said he surrenders, but I don't like the way he said it. <laughs> alright, Onyx, it's your turn. May said draconic, he's gonna sound Uh taking the help from Protos, I'm gonna hop to my feet and then take a deep breath and magic missiles come flying out of my mouth. Man, were we just gonna skip me completely? Oh shit! Yes. Yeah, because you know. Snow, it's your turn. My bad. <laughs> All right. So I heard him say it in that tone. You would have heard Dimitari no. say that uh, she doesn't believe him. Oh well, then. Ah, oh, come on! I gave him a fair that chance. Does... <laughs> By the way, he's out range of you, buddy. So that would just be a straight roll. So oh, which one was he? Uh, he's over there. Is it not this one? From. Oh. Yeah, he moved. Uh, You're looking at the old one. Oh. But it still hits. For you would not have advantage, so just be 11 damage. Yeah. Does his thing. Onyx is your turn. So you can magic missile. Magic missile. Okay, but if you're doing it out your mouth, can you make it act like it's a hairball? <laughs> Y'all are just rude sometimes. Ten. Three quick blasts of magic missile. He looks pretty injured. Alright. Is that the end of your turn? Yep, that ends my turn. Oh, I'll surrender alright. 
he's gonna, Says it again. He's gonna fly. <laughs> he like he like unfurls his wings and like flies down the hill and lands in front of Demitar. And he's going to try to jab you with his tripe. Uh, one of them hits. I don't know why. Okay. One of them connects for ten piercing. As he's, like, quickly jabbing at you. Get out of my head! <laughs> I'm necessarily blaming him for that one. I don't know if this is possible at all, but in his head, I want him to hear, like, the, like, internalized shrieks of pain, I guess. Okay. Like, just, like, that ear-piercing. Definitely, you can do that. Oh, I'm, Ow, stop I'm kind of picturing a fingernails on the, on the chalkboard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Briar's gonna behind If she moves down one, she'll be flanking with Demitari. And she's flanking she's with, flanking with uh, Oh, oh Frodo. Okay. Not only is she flanking with him, but that is two nat twenties on both attacks. Damn. Four. Uh, that's twenty-seven damage between two attacks. Woo! And she just like almost like cleaves him in two, and all of you within ten feet watch as his like skin kind of retracts around him, and his bones just explode. And I need uh, Demitar, Anna, and Protos and Briar to make decks. Wait, did the other guy that was up on the hill, did he explode when he died? No, I forgot to do it for him. Awful ironic, it got the same roll. And, uh, Briar saved again. Totally unaffected. She's just, like, killing them and they explode, and she's like, man, this is going great. Everyone else is just getting <laughs> blasted. That is seven damage. I am down, but I'll have you know, when she cleaved him, I forgot about that piercing damage, started clapping, and then I just, like, before I knew it, I'm, I'm unconscious. I'm the one hit point hero. Uh, Protoss does also take damage on Briar again does not notice that he that he explodes. All right. I mean, I mean, she notices, right? It just doesn't bother her. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> totally unaffected by it. It's just this. This one. It's not fire. This one's a blast of like force damage. Uh, just this like shock wave that comes out. Is there any, like, like the, the other guy was fire, this guy was force, let's say the other guy exploded, What was he force as well? Uh, yeah, the other mage would have been force too. 
Is there anything when that you, makes it... When you dropped him dead, you would have seen him, like, kind of collapse over the hill and heard, like, a little <laughs> pop as his, like, corpse just explodes. And a teeny tiny fireball or uh, uh, mushroom cloud rises up over the hill. Like <laughs> okay, right. so... Go ahead. As I say, who's down? Is it just Demetari? Or is Onyx... Is Onyx as good? Yeah, I'm up. It's just Demetari. It's just Demetari, come on. Briar <laughs> took zero damage that entire fight. <laughs> and she barely had to move, she was just teleporting. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Finishing dudes off. Yeah, we're all dying. She's just like bouncing around the thing, just like killing people. She probably feels so much lighter with all that crud off of her. <laughs> yeah, streamline. The, the shells, you know, it's not dragging, getting an aerodynamic drag. So, Javi, do you have a cure wounds left? I, I do, yes. Yes, we can do another. And uh, so I will give... Um, Did some healing on Demetari. Protos kind of like sits down on the little hillside here and it's like catching his breath. That, uh, that's the first time I've truly fought those draconians. They are much more deadly than I would have expected. Are there yes, bones they're... still there? No, there's no trace of them. The Don't human they soldiers into dust, or, or they didn't leave any uh, scales and flesh immediately shrivel away, and the bones explode. And then for the big one, it does it does it leave the draconian reduces to zero hit points. It bursts into flames and is reduced entirely to ashes, In including everything they're carrying. Pretty much. Oof. Be a lootless war. There were a couple of humans, yes? Three? three. Alright, let's check out the humans and see what they they leave. They're wearing chain mail and and they've got swords and shield long swords and shields. Uh, between them they would have uh, ten pieces of Austrinium silver. They are minted with the sigil of Austrinium. Hmm. It might be hard to pass that off in town. I think the armor is worth more. We can sell it to the dwarves. Their armor mm. is like a very specific type. It's like... The scales are almost like black and gold forged together. They look very different from the soldiers that you've, you've fought so far. And it doesn't look like it could be, you know, melted down or used. And you could probably melt it down. But they, they are, their armor is definitely from Austrinium. Any, almost anyone who has, is familiar with it would, would know it, you know immediately especially in you know a blacksmith or an armor 
which you know is is fine. We we take that back and and uh, claim a uh, reward for killing Austrian soldiers. Either that, or we get caught by more Austrian soldiers and get uh, killed as, as uh, having killed their people. So you know, half one six doesn't another. It was three human soldiers. Correct. I would like to note that you guys started looting before my my body came up from the ground. No, no, Javid brought you up first. What? Where's what's yeah. the what's the hit? Yeah, point? you have eight eight healing points. I, I, I came and did a, a cure wounds for eight hit points. Oh, oh I didn't catch. We're that looking up. out for you. Wow. That was the first thing we did is got you off the ground. Well, I heard him be like, I'm doing cure runes, and then I'm like, no number. And I was like, did they just get distracted by body looting? Well, yes, but... Stuff. Things. Uh, so is there anything in the vicinity um... Did they have uh, pack animals or anything that they would have set down or left behind? Uh, so just just this uh, this party. Do we see signs in the area of um, of other Astrinium patrols or something? Go ahead and give me a perception. I'm going to be scouting around looking for tracks and things. Um, if you're looking for tracks, then that would be a survival check. Yeah, to see and make sure that it was just this group that came up on us and they've they've not hidden or left behind anybody or... Uh, Somebody else split off and headed off in another direction. There's nothing to be learned from there. As you begin kind of scouring the land around here, you can you can tell that based on their like footprints, these soldiers came in the direction in which you're traveling. Uh, and they were probably waiting for a little while. This was some kind of vanguard. They were just closing off the road and preventing anyone else from escaping. Uh, does anyone else like to give me a perception check? Um, so there, this uh, ambush was to catch refugees going the other direction? Something like prevent that. anyone from going in either direction. Asriel, as real, as you and the rest of the party begin kind of like um, scouring the area, you find just a, I don't know, 30 or so yards up the road, tucked behind a bush, is the corpse of the woman with which the draconian assumed the guise. She has long since bled out and died here. So this shows that they can um, take the form of um, even humanoids. But they have to see them, right? Uh, 
I, all you would know is that that the woman whose who's like face and body he adopted is dead behind this like bush. Well, so um, Azrael has the ability to do disguise self. So based off of that, can she tell that that's what he was doing, or was he you doing would, a much more advanced? You would know that his was much more advanced. When during like the brief moment where you were able to actually touch him. It was as though he was much smaller than he was, really. So he had kind of, like, shrunk down to her size. So it wasn't an illusion. He actually altered his body. Something like that, yeah. I am just desperately trying to figure out what made them explode. Like, I, I know there's probably nothing on the ground, but I'm looking anyways. Good, give me a minute. Mm-hmm. No. Uh. <laughs> Come on. Can she change that at like level up or something? Like I would love that. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. bad though. Fifteen. Fifteen's good. Okay. Uh, I suggest we head back. Yeah, um, Protos is, is, uh, Van Rees likely to be this way? That seems like the, uh, Australian army is coming this way. Uh, I don't know if we're equipped to take on the entire army. There might be more people we could help escape. People who've been trapped. We could, uh, I... we could at least scout the exterior and determine for ourselves. We have an owl who could look. Right, and, and um, sneaky people who can um, sneak. Likely uh, anyone in that town is dead. Well, there's no way to know for sure unless we go and see for ourselves. You are welcome to turn back, but I think I've come this far. I will continue on ahead. We can scout, but we shouldn't walk in there uh, head brazen. No. No, no, we should uh, definitely take the uh, utmost in, in precaution that we are um, you know, not uh, caught the same way again. Does anyone need to spend a moment to, uh, yeah. to re- recover themselves? You know, Azriel, I know you went down a couple of times. Uh, Can we sit for an hour, maybe, and then, like, Wanda and those who are not needing to sit for an hour can kind of sneak around? Yeah, um, maybe get off the the trail, hide yourselves, rest. Uh, I actually am am feeling pretty hale. Uh, I'd like to try to scout. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, too. Very well. I also could use with a little bit of rest. And, uh, Protos kind of lumbers his way up the hill and, and over the side and uh, a little bit beyond the rise. Sitting down for a brief moment of respite. 
Right. So I'll um, gesture to Snow and say, "All right, let's uh, let's see what we can find, and we will try to." Um, actually, you know what? Let's do this. Cast. You know what? We'll, we'll gather around and everybody gets uh, advantage to, uh, or a plus 10 rather, to uh, stealth so you can hide yourselves properly. Excellent. And, uh, all right, Snow, let's see what we can find. 29. <laughs> and, uh, all right. Um, okay. 29 and 27 to stealth. All right. We go out looking for the enemy. Right. As the rest of you are kind of uh, and, and recuperating around uh, in your small group. Javid and Snow, you kind of move out at ahead and kind of begin slinking towards the village. Um, as you get closer, you note specifically that there are a number of small houses beginning to kind of grow in number as you close in towards the center. Maybe no more than about 30 of them or so. Uh, Cairnborg uh, is a pretty small town. There might be a few hundred people who live here. A little more than a village. Uh, as you guys are getting closer, you can see that there is a huge throng of people in the center of town. You're able to kind of move from building to building ducking out of sight. You can see large numbers, maybe in groups of five or six of these like human and and uh, Genasi soldiers wearing the familiar garb of those from Austrinium. Uh, towards the center of town in this like kind of great uh, grouping of them, there is a probably about 40 or 50 villagers that have been circled up into a, a, a massive group. Just beyond them, there is, you can see, above the houses, these giant red-skinned, like, fiery-looking giants that are kind of moving from house to house. They're beginning to corral villagers into the center of town. The two of you can find yourselves just on the edge of one of the houses, kind of away from the group of them. Uh, but looking in towards them, kind of surrounding the villagers, you can see there's roughly uh, 30, 40 soldiers here of all different types. Uh, most of them human. You make out a few Leonin, some Genasi, a half-orc here, a hobgoblin there, another minotaur wearing the armor of Austrinian. 
a couple of the uh, human soldiers kind of leaving the crowd of uh, villagers. You see them dragging an older human man kind of by his like the scruff of his neck out into the center of town. Kind of toss him into the dirt. Standing in front of him is this like tall, brilliantly red-furred Leonin. He has this like amazingly ornate breastplate on, this like long coat down to his feet. And he's like adjusting these claws on his hand. It's these like giant black metal claws. You can kind of make out ever so slightly the sound of them. Words. This village is now owned by Austrinian. You will pay fealty and respect to your new rulers. I am Commander Aureus Soulforger of the Seventh Wildfire Legion, and we have come to liberate you from your previous masters. You will do well to bend the knee. The kind of leader, the old man that they've tossed in front of them, kind of sits up a little bit and spits into his face. The leader kind of wipes it away. Are you certain of your choice? The villager says something. You can hear this, like, grumbling through the crowd. And the Leonin says, Then let your conviction be burned away. And he, like, grabs him through the guts, his hand, like, into his chest. And you can see this, like, huge burst of flame out of the top of him. And he just incinerates the man. The villagers kind of, like, this, like, shock and, and shouting and yelling kind of moves through them. You see the soldiers kind of adjust for a And the Leonin says, that will be all. You may return to your homes. And he just kind of leaves. Behind him, one of the fire giants kind of watches the crowd and then follows along behind Well, look at Jabeed and now I think we're a little outnumbered here. Oh uh, yeah, this, this is uh, a fight we cannot hope to win. I'm not taking on one, much less two fire giants or a Leonin with explosive claws. Yeah. And do we, Go is there anything else we need to learn here? I think we may have seen enough. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably all we're going to see here right now. All right. So, uh, having, uh, uh, this, can we, can we tell if, if the, um, the soldiers look like they're, um, sort of encamped here more or less permanently, or are they just passing through? They're just passing through. You don't see any like permanent military emplacements. It looks like they were just rounding up the villagers for a show. Uh -huh. Yeah, no, this this is not where we take a stand, nor they. Yeah. Oh, we should probably return then. Oh, yeah. So, uh, as uh, quietly and, un, you, know, you know, as uh, discreetly as possible, make our way back to where we left the rest and pass along what we what we learned. 
the rest of you finish your short rest. And maybe an hour after that, kind of slinking back towards you as the sun is just now beginning to kind of disappear over the horizon. It's latish in the day. You kind of just appearing at the edge of your camp is uh, Javid and Snow. And um, we had looked while we were there for someone matching the, what uh, 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 you... his name Pro, Prolapse's description of, of uh, his buddy uh, Van Rees the Elf. Um. You guys would not have seen anyone who looked like Protoss's compatriot. Yeah. As you kind of return to the group, Protoss is like, Welcome back. What did you find? We did not find your friend. What we found was the Astrinium army, uh, Subverting the loyalties of the the villagers, uh, from what they saw, the villagers that is, uh, they are not likely to, to uh, put up much of a fight. They have giants, fire giants. Yes, I've seen some of these fire giants in, in some of the other battles. I've never engaged them myself. Well, from the from the size of them and and the fiery part. Uh, I suggest we try not to as well. I'm sorry, guys, but I have to, I have to head out. Um, this is where we're yep. going to stop. We have been playing for about four hours. Yep. So, I hope you guys mm. had fun. Yeah, it was good. Oh, yes. Lo loads of fun. Oh, inspiration. Somebody gets inspiration today. Uh... I, I kind of vote oh, for uh, uh, Briar for for uh, going through that that whole exploding dra dragon business, untouched, unscathed, unscalded. Yeah, her back to back crit hits. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. She did crit a lot. And the role play before she left too was good. Yeah. Yeah, Briar. Briar for the vote. All right. See you guys next week. I hope you had fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was